Don't do this. What? Why would you do this? What? Do what? What, you think I got a joke coming up? Mm -hmm. Huh? You think I got some kind of That's master exactly plan where I'm about to I clown think. this man? That's hey, this exactly was the shit, man. The previous... This used to be my favorite Chris Brown song. I knew it was. It definitely did. Yeah. You know why I bumped in with this? Why? Because this is the ja uh, uh, Jasmine Appreciation episode of the podcast. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> Jasmine joining us from her deathbed, quote unquote, last weekend to give us a breakdown of Astro World. <laughs> Con her and waking her up, and she was still down to do the segment. So yeah. we appreciate <laughs> that. Thanks. See, I was I was ready for the shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> about to get in the bag. No, no, we, we can we can pay respects and play one of Chris Brown's best songs for a little bit. Thank you. Vibe out a little bit to it. I appreciate that. Man, this brings me back to my days when I had my first job at KFC. <laughs> I just remember this song being on the radio <laughs> and me on my way to KFC. I don't know what I was doing when this dropped. Probably. I know I I'm was in high I school. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I was in high school. I had to have graduated probably by then, but yeah. I yeah don't. I, this was 10th grade, so the year would have been maybe 05. Yeah. Yeah, around 05. He had 04, a uh, Chris Brown Journey DVD that my mom so graciously purchased for me. Oh, wow. And uh, it was like the behind the scenes of this video, Run It, like a couple other videos. So I just remember watching it and seeing the making and how Erica Mena was in it and just hating her at the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a baby in this He too, does. Man. Yeah. But I, I got to say, man, as much as we clown Chris Brown mm -hmm. on this podcast, and I do plenty, <laughs> like at this point, like it was looking like he was going to be the king of R&B. This album is classic. People honestly. was comparing him to Michael Jackson. Yes, yes. He he had uh, he had the total package, man. He had a good voice, great production behind him. He could, of course, dance. Oh, yeah. It was looking like he was going to be MJ Part Two. Yeah, didn't really happen like that, but still, he made a good career out of it. So yeah, I think so. But and there yes. was a lot of people in the two thousands that was trying to get this type of artist. Yeah. So you had these R and B type of artists that would try to dance too. Yeah. And um, yeah. Shoot, the honestly, back then, I think the R and B market was a lot more competitive than it is right now. I, I yeah, agree. Without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So Chris Brown standing out among all of them was a pretty yeah. big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he was like seventeen too. So, yeah. <laughs> this turned to a Chris Brown appreciation when it was supposed <laughs> yes, to be yeah. a Jasmine appreciation. Hey, hey, yes. they go hand in hand. <laughs> I know, I know. We're gonna I know. get to the bad Chris Brown later on. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. You know, of course. We got some bullshit with him to talk about, but we gonna so we gonna say now. that we gonna save that a little bit. But welcome to the Jim's Juice podcast, y'all. Uh, been a great week. Uh, like I said, we we got our homegirl Jasmine back, yes. soldiering yes. on. Yes. Um. So how you been, Jasmine? How's everything going, girl? I'm good. After you know, I got out of the bed. I was. I've been fine ever since. Mm -hmm. I see you got a whole makeup makeover going on. You like your hair? Though you got Oh yeah, this was this is very temporary. My hair's been in a bun all week, okay. but I'm getting dreads tomorrow. Okay. Well, I should say. Is this box, your real box. hair? Yes. Why don't you keep it like that? Because it's out man, of control. Man, that's why I said. Man, she look good with her natural hair, right? You do. You Thanks. do. It's yeah. longer no. than I expected. No, it's you out of control. It. And it shrinks. I don't like. I don't. It turns into like when I wash it. It it. It's very doable, but then I go outside or it dries, and this is like conditioner, so 
you're getting the full fro right now. Look, but the natural look I'm is in, Jasmine. Yeah. Bla- I, I love when black women wear their natural hair. It mm-hmm. shows their personality. Does it? This yeah. ain't my personality, <laughs> I feel. Is. It gives you personality, it though. It does. I feel like everyone looks at me and thinks strong, sister, or queen. Yes. <laughs> and I, that, I don't necessarily need to be. Like. Sister soldier over here. But, I mean, yeah. you are that, though, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, see, like, not the shit on women who wear different type of hairstyles, but... When a woman wear like long hair one day, short hair another day, yes. braids one day, then uh, lace front wig another day, they really don't have that identity. Yes. But when a black woman wear real hair, mm-hmm. it's like this is me, this is who I am. Yeah. And do something. I'll be so honest. Now. It took me a while to realize that ninety nine percent of women who have braids have extension and fake braids. Oh, yeah. Because I, I thought they were like men. You know, we don't get fake. Well, some men do now. Yeah. But when I was growing up, when you, we were a man with braids and dreads, you actually that grew was your real shit. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I figured the women were doing the whole thing, too. But yeah. no, y'all getting box braids, y'all buying it at the store oh, and yeah. installing it like a fucking TV stand or something. I'm <laughs> about to be a whole nother flower child hippie on Monday. Oh, She's about to come in looking like a Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting them long this time. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay, okay. Yeah. But how 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 was your last week recovering from the sickness that you uh, probably it, got? The Astro World sickness. It was. <laughs> I'm not. Travis wouldn't do that to me. I I it was good. Like I just I was I couldn't do anything, so I was just kind of just laying there pathetically. Like I could half the time the TV wasn't even on. Like I was literally just in and out of sleep, just in mm. the bed. Like I'd look at my phone every now and then, but. For the longest, I wasn't doing anything. And then when I got to the point where, like, I felt better, but I couldn't physically do anything, that's when I started going crazy. Like, I got to do something. I got to get out of this house. Like, I got to yeah. do something. Like, I, I can't just stay still. So I just took it as a, all right, I need this. I needed this time to rest and, like, fully get better and fully, like, regroup. And I feel like that was very needed. So now I feel very refreshed and just, I'm here. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. We got we got to catch up on some things. Some things we didn't talk about with you last week. Oh yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. You got any big uh, Thanksgiving plans for next week? I don't. I will be a part of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Word. Um, our stations will be out there, so I'm gonna be doing that. And then from the parade, I'll drive to Dallas, and then we'll probably go to Louisiana at some point during okay. that weekend. Make a gems and juice float. That would be lit. We need one. Yeah. All these people at the station who support our podcast in yeah. silence. <laughs> yeah. We need we a. We should have made a gym and juice float. I need a flat, like a flag or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. It's all I, good. Yeah. We got to work on getting some posters or something, man. Mm-hmm. We say that every year. I know. <laughs> I know. I swear, because I know the end of the year podcast is coming up soon. I don't know if we're going to hit episode 100 by then. Mm-hmm. I, maybe. But um, yeah. every year. Yeah, but this is a year of progression, though. Think about it. Like Every we we've year, done we've done better this year That's as far as promotion, yeah. as part as far as guests goes. So That's we don't true. really print some flyers at the end of and, this year. And That's plus, true. And plus, too, um, make some buttons. Jasmine working in promotions too, so I know you got the ins and outs on what we could get, and mm-hmm. you know, as far as like posters, because I've been meaning to hit the promotions department up like hey how do y'all get these pop-up banners and yeah where y'all go because if i find out where to go 
then I could go there and probably spend the money. Oh, yeah, I got you. Now they go, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I know. Okay. Yeah. Do they allow black independent podcasts to yes. print stuff there? Yes, they something? do. Okay. We're going to debt this studio out and <laughs> sell everything in here. Yeah. Yes, get our street team to work the streets. Yeah. We're in the black. Own restaurants, studios. <laughs> we need right to see, get um get some people to sponsor the the show and get them to make t shirts. Get them to we got to talk about all this. Yeah, we do. We probably should just talk this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Delete this. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. But glad to see you're well again, Jasmine. Thanks. Glad to see you're doing good. So thank you. Thank we'll you. catch up on all the stuff in a little bit. But Figgy, my boy, hardest working man in radio to the day, still the joins best us again. Barista in Houston. Best no, barista. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah. I was going to ask you about that, though, man. How Starbucks been, bro? Man, it's been going, man. It's been going. I, um, I worked yesterday. Yesterday was our happy hour. Okay. So uh, it wasn't as crazy as the p- previous happy so hours. How do, is that like a once in a while type thing? Because happy hour, I thought, was like a weekday thing. It's, uh, it used to be every Thursday. But now is um, every other. I think they do it every other Thursday. But okay. they don't say nothing until last minute so it's uh-huh. not like a thing where i could say all right next week is happy hour like we won't know until probably yeah. that day but um the past uh, couple ones i worked was crazy where people coming in is uh and what what make it so hard is the happy hour is for uh, rewards members so people who actively use their uh starbucks cards or the starbucks app got points and stuff like that mm-hmm. it works for them uh, which is the buy one get one free, but if it's somebody who never come to Starbucks and just downloaded the app in line, mm-hmm. yeah, it won't work like that. Oh damn! And gotcha. so those are the people that get upset. Like, well, I got the email, but the email come to anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the email, like, if your email, if your email address is in their system, it it send it to you no matter what. But if you don't use the card or use the app, mm-hmm. it won't. Show That's up good to know. We got to put it in the computer. We got to, you know, scan your um, card mm-hmm. and then hit a button. And if that button is there saying, yes, it's about, they get a buy one, get one. Then that that's the only way it could work. That's kind of fucked up though, because they get an email saying it's happy hour, come mm-hmm. and get something, yeah. and then you go there and you can't even get it. And it's false it's got, advertisement. Yeah. yeah, they really don't explain that. But say for instance, if you uh, if you download the app and you use it that one time. Mm-hmm. Your email is probably in the system, so you'll probably get an email saying, "Hey, today is happy hour." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you never use the Starbucks app or you don't part, you you, won't, you barely go to Starbucks, it won't work for you if you try to go do the buy one get one. Yeah. Mm. So it's almost like they they are scamming people to get to the the restaurant. Is it a what would you call it? A restaurant? A coffee. A coffee a shop. shop. Yeah. A coffee shop. Yeah. So they're scamming people to get to the coffee shop regardless. Because if you get all the way to Starbucks, find out that the happy hour doesn't work, where are you just going to leave? Most people are going to be like, oh, well, I'm already here. Let yeah. me just go ahead a lot and get of pe- No, a lot of people leave them damn drinks. Really? Yeah. They be at the restaurant. They be like, oh, well, well, that's all right then. Yeah. They are me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think Starbucks has to. I don't think that's their really goal. I think they're trying to get more people to use the app. That's, because I don't think Starbucks, it is. Starbucks doesn't really need to have something to drive people in. People are always going to go to Starbucks. They're good. Yeah, they're addicted so, to it. Yeah. But, it's um, like crack. Yeah. White people crack. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, so that's what kind of, when happy, happy hour get crowded like that, it's mainly because it's people that's 
in line downloading the app, mm-hmm. trying to be slick. And, you know, when it don't work, then we got to explain to them. And they're like, oh, why is this? And, oh, that's not fair. And and it's like we can't control that. All we do is work. All we do is clock in, you know, um, punch in drinks and make them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we not corporate. We, I don't know anything. I don't even know. They don't even teach us about the app. Mm-hmm. I, only, I just downloaded the app like a week ago. So I don't, when people be like, oh, yeah, the app took my points and blah, blah, blah. Like, Nothing you can do about it. I know. So yeah, so we deal with stuff like that, and um, but yeah, this past week was pretty cool though. Okay, it was it wasn't too bad. Notice we don't have a cup yet, but I'm not gonna hold you to the promise oh, yeah. you made oh, yeah. us to get a damn cup. The I mugs. Gotta, okay, mm-hmm. I gotta find a cup. I, I'm gonna get y'all some. I'm gonna get okay, y'all some. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. I have to put but, that pressure yeah. on you. I'm, I'm trying podcast. to think if I have a Starbucks, um, some type of Starbucks moment, but I don't. That's mm-hmm. all good, man. So yeah. I just, just catalog them next time. So <laughs> yeah, I, I want like the worst customers you've ever dealt with and in depth stories about them. So yeah, did I tell you about the customer who um she ordered like some type of iced coffee? Yeah, and wanted um um certain type of milk, soy no, milk or something like no, that. No, she wanted uh, eight extra pumps. Of oh vanilla. yeah, you told us earlier on. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I'm you like, gonna... now this is 16 overall. Mm-hmm. She like, yeah, I always get that. Blah blah blah. So he did that. She sat in the drive through window, opened her straw, and tried it. And she's like, oh, this is too sweet. Like, bitch, <laughs> that's 16 pumps of vanilla. Like, I, what I did you think was going to happen? Yeah, I can't even imagine how many um, calories and how much sugar it is actually out is. The ass, man. Come so on. we had to remake it. So he put less than that. And then she tried it again. Oh, this is not sweet enough. So we deal with stuff like that. Yeah, that's like, annoying. Like, when you do stuff like that, that's the reason why, you know, if, if you go to another Starbucks and it's crowded and it's taking too long, it's because of people like that. People don't get their drink and just bounce. They got to sit there and try it and see if you put the soy milk in there yes. for real. Make sure you put the sugars in there, all that stuff. And then uh, or or this this is my favorite. getting to the window and ordering more stuff. Hey, can I just get um, can you? Put on a, a caramel macchiato or a caramel frappuccino. Can you add that to that? And can you add this and make sure it's soy? Blah, blah. Like we got to sit there and make it. Like you at the window. We mm-hmm. we don't have people pull around like McDonald's or nothing like that and bring it out to you. So you, we we got to sit there and make it, which take like maybe like a two or three minutes, depending on you know how crowded it is. Yeah. So now the line getting crowded. So little stuff like that. That's what. So when you complain why Starbucks taking all day, is we dealing with customers? Yes, people like that are the scum of the earth, man. Mm-hmm. Putting your <laughs> needs above everybody else. Everybody or, else trying to get a damn coffee. Or this, this the ones I. I don't know if y'all do this, but um, the 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 guy that's looking behind the counter to watch you make it. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Happen. That's, yeah. that's so mm-hmm. irritating, man. And then uh, is that with soy? Like, <laughs> bitch, it's on the receipt. <laughs> I'm looking at it right, right now. Yes, and it's not like things are clearly always labeled to where you can even see what they're doing with the coffee anyway. So I don't yeah. even know why. No, yeah, no, so they just crazy. be back there. I mean, it's one thing if you just want curious to see mm-hmm. how we make it, but some of them make like they trying to babysit you. Oh my yeah. god. It's, make it's, sure you're doing terrible. it right. It was one time I was uh, training on how to make. Um, I think it was a. It might have been ice cold. I forgot what it was, 
but um, the guy was walking me through on how to make it. Mm-hmm. He was like, here, take this cup, put um, two ounces of this in there. Blah, blah. And the guy on the outside, he was being the guy that was looking behind the counter. He like, oh, wait, wait, no no disrespect to you, man, but um, can you make it? Yeah. Because I want you to make it right. But I'm like, I'm sitting, he's telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. So if I'm telling you exactly what to do, how is it not going to be good? But he wanted the other person that, you know, that was already a barista to make it. Now, I have to ask, was this a racial thing, do you think? No, uh, well, the guy, the guy was black. <laughs> oh, okay. It was a black guy. But I mean, it still could be because yeah. there are certain things I feel like black people don't want black people to do for each other. Yeah. Like there was a comedian who had a joke about he'd be really nervous if you went to a doctor's office and he had a black doctor. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what? So do you think this is the thing where he wanted the white man to make his coffee because he knew it was going to be <laughs> well, that, taste that, a certain way? But see, the other guy was black, too. That was showing oh, OK. Me. So y'all are all black so, involved. Yeah, okay, he was fair kinda, enough. He was kind of being a dick. He was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, no disrespect to you. But okay. I want because I just want it made right. He was showing me how to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and he it was wasn't you. it wasn't like I was by myself yeah. like hey, trying to figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. yeah. He was like, "Oh, yeah, take the milk, you steam it, you know, pour uh, through three pumps of vanilla blah blah." He was walking me through it. Mm-hmm. But he did not want me to do it, so What an asshole, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Terrible, man. Terrible. And I tried to give him an out and say it was racist, but assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So shit, man. We, I, I know it's gonna get crazier during this time of year. So we definitely got to catch up before the year yeah, ends. Tip and get your barista. Crazy. I'm not the tip. I'm not the person saying, "Oh, tip your people," and we need the tips. Man, don't uh, we be working our asses off, man? Yeah. But to be fair, were you a the type of guy who would tip the barista before you started working at Starbucks? Um, I barely went to a Starbucks. But if you so, did, oh. would you actually leave some in the tip jar? Not really, because honestly, I I never worked in that field, so yeah. I didn't know how hard it is yeah. until I actually went there. And with me being on the other side, I see how some people be so rude and impatient, where it's just like, man, like it's kind of not fair. Yeah. And the people, the baristas get the short end of the stick because you got the angry customers that's like, why is it taking so long? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's happy hour. Everybody here at the same time. Yeah. It's only one person making everybody drinks. So, yeah, your drink is not about to come up in 30 seconds. Yeah. So, um, now that I see that, I, I understand it. So, yeah, I, I totally get it. That's why I don't want to work in the service industry ever because I don't want to feel bad for people when I go, like, if I was a waiter, I'm sure I would overly, like, I tip pretty well now, but I'm sure if I was a waiter, I would overly tip just because I feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel too bad for these people. Yeah. So I <laughs> yeah. Now, now, I wouldn't say tip people just be, just because, you know, you yeah. feel bad for them, but some of them people, they, they be patient with you. They be like, hey, I'm sorry, or mm-hmm. here, I got you. Like, I'm the type of barista that I look out for you. Yeah. Like, if I mess up on something... I, you know, take it upon yourself to fix yeah, it. And I, just... I'll give you a um, bigger, I'll give you a venti coffee instead of a grande. Like, here, my bag. Oh, the coffee was cold. Yes. Yeah, let me make a new batch. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give you a bigger size for yep. weight and stuff like that. So I try to go out my way to 
you know, yep. let them leave happy. See, alert, alert, Figgy is the lick at the Starbucks. So <laughs> go there and alert, say you fuck something up and you'll get a bigger coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that bitch should be decaf. <laughs> somebody did that one time. Did I tell you, somebody, um, this lady was acting a fool or whatever. And um, the guy, she wanted her coffee and all this other shit. And you could tell she worked at a hospital. She had the uh, scrubs on and all that. Mm-hmm. So the dude gave her decaf shots instead of regular shots. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was like 9 o'clock at night, too. Damn. I'm like, damn, she going to be falling asleep. Yeah, she going yeah. to. That asshole might have killed somebody. Huh? <laughs> Giving her decaf shots. No, just decaf, yeah. Oh, damn. Because she asked for regular shots. Yeah. But he gave her decaf. She gonna fall asleep while helping a patient and somebody <laughs> gonna die. That's messed no, that, up. That's better than, like, to me, that's probably the safest thing to do to get back at somebody. But um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like put shots in somebody drink because yeah. you never know what their health problems is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, I don't mess around. I, I wouldn't do that. But yeah, you can't be doing that. Yeah, yeah but decaf shots is kind of funny. Though. That is funny. That is funny. <laughs> See, we getting exposed to all kind of secret. Things going on in Starbucks, I man. I was so. telling somebody I need to make a Starbucks podcast and you just have a whole bunch of baristas. Starbucks podcast. And no, really, <laughs> and on. have y'all just revealing just, what just talk shit. trials and tribulations of yeah, Starbucks. Because, <laughs> yeah, because the best conversations be on the headsets. Yeah. We be on the headsets. I'm like, man, this bitch came in one time talk about some medicine balls and blah, blah, blah. Like, we be having the best conversations. Your ass will be sued. So don't do that, man. <laughs> Remember that one person who exposed how um, Panera makes a macaroni and cheese? Oh, my gosh, no. And I don't want to know about it. No, it's not nothing nasty. Oh, okay. But it was just basically they take a package, put it in the microwave, open a package, and put it in a bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that person exposed that. I think they put it on TikTok, and she got <laughs> fired. I, like I would day. imagine. Oh, damn. So yeah, you you can't be too open with it, man. Uh, yeah, delete all this. Then. <laughs> nah, it's not good. Anonymous yeah. stall coffee place that will not be named. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so fucking man, shit. We got too much to talk about, so we got to move on. Um, new releases. A lot of stuff came out. I'll be honest. A lot of it was kind of mid to me. Nothing huge came out that I really no, cared about. Well, let's get albums. into it then. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> the biggest thing, um, Party Next Door is back. Yes. Um, Drake let him out the OVO cage. Rihanna. <laughs> Wait, is, is Rihanna really dating him? No, I'm saying like, she. he writes for her too. Or, you know. Oh, he does? They collaborate. Well, I don't even know what she's doing, if she's making an album or not, but maybe. Um, but Party Next Door has now been allowed to see sunlight again. And he released two singles on Friday. Uh, it's the News and a song featuring Drake called Loyal. I heard the Drake song. I wasn't too impressed. It sounded like that Caribbean bullshit Afro beat that's going on right now. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. I was never a big party fan. Uh, but what did you guys think about these two singles that came out? Um, I actually enjoyed the Drake collab better than News. Um, I listened to both of them several times just to get like a feel to see if I really, because at first listen, I didn't really care for either. So I listened to them a couple times, and I still don't really care for news as much. Um, I'm more of a party next door fan. Um, the first "Welcome to the Party" type yeah. of type of sound Back more than his Caribbean, yeah, more than this Caribbean vibe that he gives off now. And I know that's why a lot of the world loves him, but I I, I like the old party. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Figgy, you a big party fan? Uh, kinda. What do you think about these two songs? Uh, I'm kind of the opposite of Jasmine. I really like the news song. Okay. But I really don't care for the Drake song. The Drake song, like you said, it had the Caribbean vibe, but <laughs> I don't know. That that sound kind of getting old. I see um dude from um Ray Shermer keep using it. What's yes. Uh, Sway Lee. Sway Lee. Yeah. yeah. He keep trying it and... I don't know. I'm just tired. Of it. It, it, it was it was cool last. I think was it last summer, two summers ago, mm-hmm. a couple summers ago. Yeah, yeah, it was cool then. That was the way. But now it's kind of like I don't want to hear that. I yeah. do think party does it better though. I do think if if we have to select anybody to do that type of sound, I think party does it better than Swayze. He is good at it. He is good at it. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I was never a, a huge, and I never, I guess, listened to a whole project by him to really get into him. Mm-hmm. But from what I heard, I was kind of like, eh, pass on it. So these songs, I don't know. I don't think they'll make you a fan, but if you are already a fan, I'm sure you won't hate them. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all I really have to say about it. Um, other stuff came out. We'll talk about the ones we probably listen to summer walker featuring chris brown summer walker who threatened to leave the music industry and now is back shaking ass on twitter and making new music whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. we can't be judging people now. i'm not Wait, judging I'm she was social anxiety yes <laughs> can't be doing that her man. social anxiety made her cancel her tour but she's still out making uh thirst trap instagram videos uh showing butt cheeks well no one's around I mean, you putting it on the internet for everybody to see. How's it any different? Oh, you can't judge people I, I'm like that. I'm not judging. I'm just I saying. Just, I, I don't. I side with her on the social anxiety aspect okay. until recent events. Now okay. it's like, I don't know. But like the few times that we have seen her, it's I don't know if it's an act or if it's a real deal. But I do side with her about the social anxiety and not wanting to tour and things of that sort. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. I yeah, agree like with she that. She doesn't want to work, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to make music and chill. But <laughs> I, mean, I think to that point, I don't know if y'all talked about this last week, but I think to the point that we failed to bring up SZA and how, like, mm-hmm. you, especially you, I'm surprised you don't bring this up. Like, SZA, um, we love SZA. Well, some of us love SZA. Yeah, and then... I thought that she was an intimate performer. I thought she was meant more for an intimate crowd. And then Mm -hmm. we put her out here and made her perform at festivals and made her perform for these large body, you know, audiences. And that wasn't necessarily her forte. Like she she started having vocal issues. She started like not performing up to par to people's standards, things of that sort. But she was never meant, like in my opinion, she was never meant for that anyways. Like she was always supposed to be, she, that's kind of why I liked her or you know was introduced to her she was always like this intimate performer like Janae does festivals too don't get me wrong but they're more of a like intimate crowd Mm -hmm. so Summer Walker I can understand because you know if she's saying she don't want to do it she don't want to do it like and then when she get up here and and hits the scissor you everybody's gonna be mad at her and saying she can't sing and this that and the other when she she told us from jump she didn't want to do that 
So why keep pushing somebody and telling her that she ain't shit and and she's lazy and this, that, and the other <laughs> whenever she telling us straight up, like, this ain't for her. Like, she doesn't, like, this isn't, maybe she might get past it eventually with time on her own personal, you know, background. But right now she's letting us know up front, like, this ain't for me. I don't, like, regardless of what you think a star is supposed to entail and how they're supposed to act and, or not, she, at least she honest about the fact, like, this ain't. This is not what I th- thought it was going to be. Like, I'm not ready for this. She never really said she wasn't ready for it. Yeah. She just, I, 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 go ahead, Figgy. No, I was going to say, I think, I think the problem I had with it was, I felt like this all came out once the fans start pretty much shitting yes. on her about the meet about and, the meet and, and greets. stuff. Yeah. And then it seemed like she, um, my opinion, I, f- I felt like she used it, uh, used it as a shield. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, it, it, I mean, it could be true. You yeah. Know, I don't know, but. I think um, I think if she really felt like that, she should have came out and said, you know what, I love my fans. I wish I could do it, but I'm, you know, mentally I really can't. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like she was just attacking the fans. And then to say that, you know, she don't want to hug nobody because she don't want to get their energy. Yes. It's just like, man, these people... These people with these energies are buying your music. Yeah. And they're, they're coming true. to see you. So to me, little stuff like that, you can't really say... But like I said, I don't know if she got that now. And mm-hmm. this and she's not the only artist that has something like this. Yeah, I know. Party people Next that, Door is yeah. not really a social person. And we never like we he was locked away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we never see him, but he still have a great career. And Frank Ocean. Like Frank that's why Ocean, I, I think yep. the argument of she can't do this is very invalid because we have several artists that equally do this right now and they have a, the hugest fan base ever so, and still have you know diehard fans whose fault is that that summer walker is doing stuff that she doesn't want to i think it's i i think it's a little of hers and hers her team and whatever label she signed to yeah because you know obviously the label's gonna push you like especially this album she just came off of is a huge album it's really great really good but um, they gonna push and try to get all the money they can out of that album because it's good, it's selling well. Why not? So I think, like to her defense, when I was introduced to Summer Walker, she was very much so one of the artists that didn't want to show her face, that wasn't showing her face, that was very in the dark. So I don't think that this is just a facade. Like I don't think that she's using it to cover up. I do think it's convenient. Timing is convenient, but I don't think it's something that she's just pulling out her ass. Like I, I do, uh, I can, uh, I can. Like wholeheartedly say that I believe that this is something she's been dealing with because she never at first she didn't come out she didn't do interviews she didn't she even in her videos you you didn't know who she was yeah so I don't I don't know I think both things can be kind of true I think she can have social anxiety and struggle with it and she can also be an asshole <laughs> in certain ways yeah I think she could be an asshole like like Figgy said I think that. These basically came up as an excuse to explain the shitty meet and greets. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you said, Figgy, she could have apologized to that fan, been like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Maybe I wasn't feeling right that day or something was wrong. But she basically gave herself an excuse to never have to interact with any fan on that level by yeah. saying, I, I don't want to absorb your negative energies or whatever. So I thought that was kind of an asshole thing to do. And just her her behavior kind of leads me to believe that some of it is just kind of excuse making. Mm. But that's just me. Um, it, it could be some other issues going on. I don't know. But I am wary about people who 
kind of hide behind the and not saying she is one, but certain people do. They hide behind the label of mental illness as a, you know, excuse to why I, I act a way you don't like. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. But the point was to talk about the song itself. <laughs> yeah. So let's rewind. It's back yeah, a little bit. had to get caught. Yeah, I mean, no. She had to, we had yeah. to have the summer she walker had, talk. Yeah, sorry, she sorry. had to get her stuff off. Yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so the song itself, let's get our reactions. Um, we had a little Chris Brown appreciation moment in the we beginning did. of the podcast. So um, what did y'all think about this song, Something Real, with Summer Walker featuring Chris Brown? Uh, I liked it. I didn't. I thought it was odd, and I could just not have paid attention. But I don't think that she mentions featuring Chris Brown. I thought it, um, when I first downloaded the song, if I'm not mistaken, it just said London on the track. Oh. So Chris Brown, like I, I knew that they were buzzing about a feature between the two of them, but it hit me as a surprise to hear Chris Brown because I, I didn't see that he was featured. Didn't list it. Um, the mm. platform that I listen to. Is it because he's too problematic to be publicly labeled as a feature? No. Because if you remember, Ella May got a little flack when she had Chris Brown on that single. She dropped that flopped. What was it called? Mm. A whatchamacallit? Whatchamacallit. Oh, God, yeah. that, song, that song was terrible. That was probably the worst song on the album. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good album, too. Yeah. Yes. I didn't care for that song much, but... I don't think so because they had been teasing that there was a a, f- a feature coming uh, or a collaboration uh, coming. At least I saw on Chris Brown's social media, so I don't think that was it. Because mm-hmm. why tease it if you don't want to advertise for it? I, I thought it was a little weird. She dropped they dropped a, a Lucy like that after she just dropped the album yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, almost like it just didn't make the album cut. Yeah, because it seemed it fits the vibe of the album to me for sure. Yeah, that is kind of weird that you drop a song from a. That's not even a single on your album. Maybe it'll be a bonus track. They'll probably do that thing where they add it because a lot of albums do now. They have a new edition and they'll just add like Uzi did that to a whole lot with his last album. People just add new songs to their album to boost up the streams and make it look like it sold more. So, yeah, that could be it. I don't know. Um, other stuff that came out, uh, Tory Lanez, we talked about this a little bit last week. I didn't listen to it, but Figgy did. He said he enjoyed it. Um, Tory Lanez dropped Chicks Tape 5. Uh, Jasmine, what were your thoughts on this project? Uh, so I'm a fan of the Chicks Tape series and, um, I was kind of saying like off air that I knew that this was coming. So it wasn't a surprise to hear all of the features and all of the samples, um, we've been anticipating this for a while, but it was definitely not the best Chicks Tape to me in the series it was just the hype of the fact that he included the artists that he sampled it was a surprise i didn't uh, like appreciate the fact that they didn't um the artists that he did feature they didn't do any backpedaling and they didn't use the same verses or the same um material from these songs that they were sampling like you know you got a you maybe got a chorus here and there but as far as that that original artist they gave new content and i appreciated that i don't know if it was an acqui- requirement from tori or not but i, I like that they didn't use the same stuff That's and good. just remake it but um i i didn't think it was the best I, I liked a few songs here and there and um i found it interesting how they did flip certain songs or i wasn't expecting the sound of certain songs and i like um, the video he just dropped, I, what is it, Bentley and the Benz or something like that. The visual was nice. It was a appreciation to black women. 
So I thought it was it like, was what a very ass thing to do. It was very it was very nice for what is. We need to do something like, like that. Right. We need to dedicate a podcast to black women. Let's hey, do so, it. So, get, get, so we can get the clicks. Let's you, do it. You only do that when you're in trouble. Remember when Drake dropped Nice for What right after he lost that beef to push it to you? <laughs> it's only right when you're falling out of public favor that you do this. And that video, yeah, his he did video. That and God's plan, yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, Tori's video was definitely very very um, nice for what-ish vibes. So, okay. but it was it was cute. It was nice, but yeah, just not my favorite in the Chick Tape series. But okay. I definitely do recommend listening to it if you're a fan of 2000s music, like throwback music for sure. Okay, got another thing that Tor- Tory Lane said we can talk about and what a bro knows. Very interesting comments he made uh, that we're gonna explore later on. Uh-oh. Uh But other things that dropped this week. Um, anybody hear this new Kalani song? Yes. What'd you think about it? You know, I enjoyed it. Um, it was basically she, uh, if I'm not mistaken, she uh, teased the song a while back, and it was just on her SoundCloud. But I never bothered to go research it to find it. I just looked on like the Apple, Spotify, and it wasn't there yet. So I think she just put it on streaming platforms. Okay, but it was a song that she released right after the YG cheating allegations. Like it was literally like a day or so after, if I'm not mistaken. So mm. it was interesting to hear her talk about him. And talk about kind of, I guess, that whole situation and mm-hmm. what she deals with in that relationship. I would like to think that that's what the relationship she was referring to. And she called out his, whatever his name is, she said his last name and how she wants to be his last mm-hmm. name. And da, 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 da. So if you're interested in the whole Kalani and YG relationship, I would definitely go listen to it and see if you notice some lyrics that maybe I missed. That relationship kind of ended quick. Or it, did it, it end? No, they're still together. Okay. Yeah, they. Because they, I feel like a week later, after we mentioned it, that the whole cheating allegation happened. Yeah. What convenient timing. She, um, they definitely are still together, and um, you know, she, you didn't see them together for the longest after that, but they, they pop back up again. Yeah, it's mm. very convenient. Me, me, and Figgy, we can get your opinion on this too. Mm-hmm. Me and Figgy talked last podcast, and I have a theory at least that. The Big Sean and Janae Aiko relationship was just a publicity stunt. Always? You think always? I don't know if it was always, but I think especially now, given recent events and the way they're cross-promoting each other's projects, Uh it kind of feels like this is a publicity stunt to get more attention and views and clicks on their projects. Yeah, Um, because I just speaking off experience, me being in a relationship with somebody... I was, um, you know, I had bad relationships. It was never a point in time where I thought about working with that person again and, you know, promoting that person. Yeah. It seemed like they did not have a bad breakup at all. And we seen all the drama that was happening. You know, they they seemed like they was in love. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like they still work together. They still on songs with each other. It's like they're talking they about probably, how they want each other back on the same song. On top of that, I think they might be gearing up for another album or, you know, joint mixtape or whatever. Yeah. So it it seemed like it seemed like it was a little staged. So as a very huge Janae fan, mm-hmm. um she is my spirit animal, I feel. Okay. I think that this relationship was mm-hmm. not a publicity stunt to start out with. I don't think that it was at all a publicity stunt. I think that they absolutely were in love with each other and went through shit. I think that even in the midst of us thinking that they were dating, 
me and Ashley, like, just following their relationship so closely, we knew that there were times when they were dating where they were not good, where the public thought they were good and were still amping them up as a couple. But it was very clear if you paid attention to certain signs on either Janae's story or her page that she wasn't fucking with that nigga. Like, and, like they were they were beefing through the smiles. And so I think that they, what we're getting now is absolutely, like, just for the, the the marketing for twenty eighty eight two or whatever's about to drop. Like I think that is this is absolutely marketing, but they definitely had a time period where they had to work they had to get to this point to be able to do it in the public. Like kinda like a Beyonce Jay Z lemonade situation. I think that they absolutely worked through this shit like behind closed doors and then they started feeling comfortable enough to like tell us about it. But they told they started telling us about it when they were already good with each other. Like they so that way there was no you know I've you know, things couldn't be wavered, I guess. Like, people's opinion or public opinion couldn't really affect what they already had established because they had already, like, you know, worked it out with each other is what I think. I think what we're seeing now is confusing because of the fact that they're telling us about all this hurt and pain when they're fine now and in in our faces. And it's weird because we didn't get to see the whole, like process we just they just jumped right back to oh we good now and Mm -hmm. it was weird for it's weird for the public because it's like no you had us hating him like you Mm -hmm. we're not we're not we're not with him right now either so you need to walk us through this girl like (laughs) what happened so i think that is what we're getting now and i think absolutely now this is just straight up marketing like if you listen to the last song she put out and big sean was discussing um not discussing, but saying how he made her come nine times and yes. things like that. Their life numbers are nine. Like, if you look in their comments and stuff, like, it's mar- it's all marketing. Even when she came out with the first song and was like, dang, what did she say? When she triggered, she's mentioned trigger so many times in his comment, but nobody, like, paid attention to it. And then she <laughs> dropped triggered. And then it was like, now, like, in this, in this song... He, they commented on each other's story, like page after, and he was like, "Oh, it's funny how you know, like, it's you can tell that it's an inside joke within them that they're mm-hmm. laughing at all of us about, like, oh, like we're absolutely falling for what they want us to fall for, of course, and but they're like." blatantly telling us that you're falling for the shit in our faces but some people don't care to look at stuff like that mm. but um i think that's what's funny about it is they're telling us about all the shit in our faces and some people just don't even care to to realize what's going on they're just still caught up in the whole like they're just caught up in the storyline so yeah real yep. quick i'm on um instagram live on our gems and juice page oh, and shout yeah. out to rocky She's yeah. watching. She said she disagreed with me and um, Rocket. Uh huh. And totally agree with Jasmine. Wait, we're saying it. the same thing, though, basically. So how is she agreeing? She just don't like me. This <laughs> <laughs> is my no, sister, no, by the way. Said, no, she said she um, she disagreed that it's a, um, we feel like it's a publicity stunt. But that's what Jasmine just said. No, like, it. W- I don't think that the it was. Re- I don't think that it started that way. I don't think that it was. I, I think that they had to work through it to, to get to the fact that they're okay with making it a publicity stunt now. Like, at first, like, yeah. no, that wasn't. I don't think that any of that was for the cameras. I think they were really going through um, some hard shit. Like, I think they were really going through relationship stuff. Like, and we just, it's not our business and they private people, so we didn't know it. But don't All the you way, think, at least. Don't you think the time period between the official announcement of the breakup and the release of Triggered was pretty close in that there's no way they really got that cool to the point where they could cross-promote that I, quickly no i i think 
I think I agree with what you're saying, but I think they were broken up before we they announced it to okay, us. Like I enough. think that was they had been broken up and had gotten through that, like gotten over, it. and okay. now the, and then they publicly announced they were broken up, but they had been broken up. We, I'm telling you, Ashley and I could tell they were not fucking with each other during a during a long time period where they were still publicly together. Okay, y'all yeah. are some detectives. I was gonna say because <laughs> I'm about to say she said trigger nine times and nine is a secret number. Well, they 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 straight up commented that like on after she that, dropped this last song or I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head but this last single she straight like they straight up commented <laughs> in each other's comments and was like oh it's funny how our life numbers are the both equal nine and uh, you know, like, I'm glad, you know, we're over. You know, it, it's just all fun and play games with them now. <laughs> That's the Jasmine theme song. They're they're all fun games now. And now we're just following, like, now I'm excited because at least I know, like, they're good. And it's not, like, a roller coaster ride. Like, I, initially, I felt when she first dropped Triggered, I was confused and I was hurt. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know how to feel towards Big Sean. But now at least... I'm interested to see how they're going to play out the rest of this marketing because 2882 is coming for sure. Or okay. what are their albums? Something is, it's, if it's not their joint album, both individual albums are about to drop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I want to hear you and Ashley break down somebody's social media <laughs> relationship one day. Like, yeah. I probably want to shoot myself in the head like after five minutes, but <laughs> before that, it would be very, very intriguing to see how y'all break this shit down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, you really do go deep. There's all this stuff I had no idea about the nine and all that stuff and the trigger stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. You just okay. gotta pay attention, man. And yeah. you really got, you, you really gotta love your artist. <laughs> you gotta be there. You gotta, you gotta. It's funny, Rocky said, "Don't stunt, Fig. You're a detective in the lyrics too." <laughs> <laughs> I can I can break down some lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Some lyrics. Some a couple stuff like I I, I caught the Pusha T line, yep, the little speak J Cole line. Yeah, but um, yeah. But for, as far as like the the IG stories and the uh, caption and all that stuff, I have no idea, man. Mm-hmm. I don't even... Sometimes I, I don't even know who's together and who's not together. Yeah. So... <laughs> I miss all the Instagram stuff. I constantly delete Instagram off my phone. Yeah. So I don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so any th- anytime anything happens on Instagram, I'm most blind to it. Twitter, <laughs> I'll know immediately because yeah. I'm on Twitter all the time. Yeah. That's, Instagram, like, that's like my new Google for real. Yeah. If something happens, I'm like, let me search it on Twitter and see what people saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that that I don't know what goes on Instagram. <laughs> but it seems like all the spicy shit happens on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I miss all of it because I don't really use it like that. But and this is all stuff like Shade Room. They're either late. Shade Room is pretty on top of it, but they don't put clues together until yeah. which I can understand because they're supposed to be. They're more official than obviously Ashley and I. Like mm. they can't put out just any and every speculation. Yeah, they can't like, make conspiracies. Yeah, they should they hire get, you two though. But honestly, private investigators you know, over here. <laughs> I don't want to be known for digging in people's lives. Why though. not? I wouldn't work for TMZ. Like Why not? people like that. I Why wouldn't. not? Just cause I just I don't know. I wouldn't want if that to myself. You, if they offer you a job, they say, "Hey, I like what you're doing on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You smart. You know what you're talking about." I, I could definitely see you yeah. and Howard Levin or whatever Harvey <laughs> Levin is talking to the room breaking about something. Yeah. I can 100% see you in that room breaking down what uh, Big Sean and Janae Aiko are going through right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I could. Don't get me wrong. I would love to do it, but I just do don't. That. I feel like I, I wouldn't want to compromise my integrity to do that like 
as a career path. People well, ha- people hate TMZ. Like eh, I just do they really? Do they really? Well, if, when they I, lying, I think, like I, think, sir, I don't want to be a part of the lying aspect. I like if, I think, if I can say yeah. this is my opinion but, and this is what I think and put it out there like that, then I would be fine. But see, yeah, you could be actually that one writer or journalist or reporter or whatever that um, I guess pretty much that. That's credible. Yeah, the ones that that got the re- good relationships with people. Yeah, that's true. Where if, say for instance, uh, Janae and Big Sean are going through something, you're cool with both of them. Mm-hmm. You could be like, hey, this is off the record, but this ain't happening. What's what's going on, type of thing, like you know. And then you can maybe not sh- um, break the news or something, but you could be like, hey, just. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a sassy black woman in that audience or or that uh, newsroom who's always like, no, Harvey, this is actually what's happening. Yeah, Yeah, that's like, oh, okay, (laughs) so that could definitely be you. Yeah, yeah, because like right now, me and Ryan thinking it's a, uh, you know, the whole relationship was a scam or fake or whatever. You could be like, no, it's not because I know, you know, I talked to them. They just post on July 27th. They really did go through something. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, that's my source. True, we're I looking guess. out for you. We we're gonna get you. you think about path. it like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We got to move on. Um, a couple other things came out that I actually did listen to. Um, O3 Greedo and Kenny Beats had a uh, album called Netflix and Deal. O3 Greedo's in prison right now, doing a kind of semi long bid. Uh, this album was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm O3 is like kind of hit or miss. To me, he kind of sounds like a more thugged out little Uzi Vert, I guess. You know, uh-huh. he kind of sings a lot, but mm-hmm. it sounds good on some tracks. Other tracks, it's kind of like, but I think he's good and talented. Uh, Kenny Beats, you know, you either like his beats or don't, but I like them. I thought they were pretty hard on this one. Yeah, I kind of I like Kenny Beats. Um, this also had a good features list. It had Max O'Cream on it. It had uh, Vince Staples on it. It had Freddie Gibbs on it. It had a good list of guests on it. So I would recommend checking that out if you're a fan of any of those rappers. At least check out a few tracks from it. Pretty good project. Um, YNW Melly, who's also in prison mm-hmm. and probably ain't getting out for a long time because he's very long of, down. Yeah, I think he's, he's he's like a legend to these young kids too. He, he man. really is. Yeah. he kind of is for some because reason. I keep hearing Melly. People keep saying bringing up Melly. Me, oh, Melly new album. Yeah, and I keep thinking they talk about the chick that Meek Mill was with. Yeah, <laughs> because her name was Melly. Melly. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh yeah, me. But they talked about him. I'm YNW like, oh. Melly. Yeah, he made an album called Melly versus Melvin. I listened to a little bit of it. Um, he's basically a, a young thug clone. <laughs> honestly, I did like a that murder on my mind, even though that's like the most demonic song ever made. <laughs> I like going that. to hell, man. I, look, man, I like that song. I know it was very evil, and we just had a positive podcast with a Houston legend who says we shouldn't even be rapping about that shit no more. But hey, fuck it. It, it was cool, man. And um, this album, like, I guess if you're a big fan of his, you'll like it. But it wasn't for me. We young thug. One young thug is enough. I don't, yes. I don't need another one. One that just sounds like a knockoff version. <laughs> you know what's funny? I agree. When Young Thug first came out, we was calling him a knockoff Lil Wayne. Yes. And now it's like he's the OG yes, now. So yes. now it's a lot of people trying trying to sound like Young Thug. That yes. is a very good point. Because I used to hate Young Thug when he was barter fiving it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Now he became like this. OG. The guy that everybody's copying off of. Yeah, yeah. The guy that's that, true. Yeah, and he mentioned that in a couple of his songs. Like, you know, I was the one that was bringing this drip. 
And y'all, you know, y'all that's true. Yeah. Before, yeah, that's true. Honestly, that very true. <laughs> Same thing with ASAP. You know, like his sound that he brought in was everybody was saying he jacked that, but then everybody jacked what he jacked, and now <laughs> it's like everybody is an ASAP Rocky clone. Like, okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, but yeah. Um. So fuck it, man. It's about time for us to get into some topics, man. A lot of juicy shit happened this oh, week, yeah. and we're gonna start it off with the 2020 Grammy nominees were announced. Now, let's go to the categories we care about so we can see what exactly happened here. General feel. Let me see what that. I should have prepared more before I <laughs> this up. Um, fuck, pop-ups all in this bitch. Um, okay, give me one second. I had to fucking. Okay, I don't care about what that. What day is the Grammys? Uh, uh, January 26th. Okay. So a couple months from now. Um, fuck it. I'm going to R&B. We're going to talk about R&B. Best R&B album. The nominees are for Record of the Year. Hey Ma by... Wait, why is this in R&B? Best... Where, where did you Okay, start? never mind. I, okay, R&B never mind. Fuck performance, it. right? That's where R&B category starts, I My believe. bad. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Uh, okay, I no. see the... I finally see the general field pop up. So I'm scrolling down to... Uh, the general general ones first. Record of the year. Hey Ma, how did how does Bon Iver have a song called Hey Ma? How do you get away <laughs> I was with that? Thinking Cameron, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> At, well, anyway, damn <laughs> cultural appropriation out of control. Bad guy Billy Eilish. I bet that one wins. I love that song. Seven Rings. Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Hard place by her. Talk by Khalid. Mm-hmm. Old Town Road. Lil Nas X. Truth Hurts, Lizzo, Sunflower, Post Malone, and Sway Lee. That's for record of the year. I really think Talk, Old Town Road, and Truth Hurts will be, or Bad, dang, or bad Guy, will all yeah. be it, pretty close. I think Bad Guy's going to take that one. Bad Guy by who? Billie Eilish. Billie, okay. And this is for the artist and the producer and recording engineer. Mixer and master. Yes. So the, just to keep that in mind, because I know, like, for example, myself watching the Grammys last year, a lot of a lot of uh, categories you have to look at why, how they break things down yeah. to understand why things were chosen. So this is not actually like the songwriting or performance itself. It's actually like the mixing and whatever technical bullshit yeah. about the okay. actual song. But I was thinking like, damn, what which label? Who got who on what label? Yeah. I think there's a, a Billie Eilish has a huge industry push behind her, and that's why I think she's going to clean yeah, up. I was about to say what label? <laughs> I, I don't know what Probably she's the under. Biggest label? Yeah, but she she's kind of huge right now, and I don't yeah. even listen to I, that kind of music. But yeah, yeah. I kind of look at who's on what label. She has a really because, good album, honestly. Mm. Uh, the, the emo shit is fucking tired to me man honestly like this fucking Lana Del Rey knockoff ass shit that's going on right now I love Lana I do too oh, but okay. I'm saying like said, Billie she, Eilish Lana, is like a more a, really I, I never thought about it like that this whole emo monotone shit that Lana Del Rey was doing she was actually good at it yeah. Billie mm-hmm. Eilish is kind of like a knockoff to me she's kind of a knockoff of that in like the early uh, 2000s grunge girls like garbage and all them she kind of reminds me of all them but worse <laughs> but I think she has a huge energy push and she'll probably clean up at this Grammys oh, um, yeah. album of the year Bon Iver 
I think that might be a fucking uh, underdog, like a, a what's it called, a dark horse to win it. Yeah, because it's always some random <laughs> shit that yeah. wins. Like who? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Norman fucking Rock or Norman effing Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. Uh, Billy Ellish. I'm not gonna read that whole album title. I don't care. Thank you. Obviously, next, where do, where do we, we go? go? Why do we make an album title that long? Whatever. Thank you. Next by Ariana Grande. I used to know her by her. Seven by Nas X, Cause I Love You Deluxe by Lizzo, and Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. Interesting snub, Taylor Swift's album was not in here. I think that's interesting. Mm, Very interesting. Suddenly she has label issues, and suddenly her album is not nominated for album of the year. Mm. Very interesting. Very. Hmm. Is she independent, or is she... On another label, right? At this she, moment, I think she was switching to another label, and that's what caused this whole thing with the uh, what's whatever they're called, big machine big or machine, whatever. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what they are too. Yeah, big machine. Yeah, we gonna take you out this game, bitch. That's <laughs> what they thinking? Um, I have no who, album of the year. Um, my pick is going to be. Mm, go with that dark horse Lizzo I think Lizzo is going to have a big year too Mm -hmm. there's a huge push behind Lizzo that's album of the is it album of the year or is it is this album of the year this is album of the year yes my pick is either fuck it Billy Ellish or Bon Iver for this one I'm gonna roll with Bon Iver okay (laughs) Lizzo I'm Lizzo gonna win the she, Black Awards. She, no, she, no, yeah, yeah, she she gonna she gonna clean she gonna come home with something. Yeah, she but definitely is. I don't, I just don't know about album of the year. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're gonna do Cardi and Lizzo two years in a row. Did Cardi get? Oh album no, 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 no she was, was that was rap album of the year. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. That um, what's her name got? Who got album album of the year? Camilla Casey, Cabello? Did Casey she? something. Oh, Musgrove. Oh, Musgrove. That's right. Um, song of the year. Uh, fuck it. No, no rap here. Let's get to the rap shit because I don't want to <laughs> sit here and just name every single category. Let's go to the ones we actually fucking care about. <laughs> um, I don't know. Best these R&B. rap performance. Let's go to best rap performance. Number 22. Yes. Um, middle child, J. Cole, Suge, the baby, down bad, Dreamville, racks in the middle, Nipsey Hustle. Clout Offset featuring Cardi B. This that song in itself tells me that this the Grammys is label driven. Why like why why is Clout on there? That wasn't even a big yeah, single for them. I like know. that okay. was the, probably the biggest single off the album though, right? That off was of on album. Offset's album. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Off of his album. Yeah, yeah. Cardi but, B just had to get a nomination in there somehow. Just, yeah, <laughs> I think Nipsey Hussle gonna take this one. You Do think you? so? Yeah, he's gonna get the death boost. I hate to say it, but I feel like so they're gonna get him there. Behind. Well, I don't know if you should go through all of the rap categories before I give this take. Or no, go ahead. I think rap best rap performance. I hate. I th- uh, obviously I love J. Cole and I think Nipsey is deserving, but I think Sugar's gonna get it because this is the performance. Hmm. Like this is the best rap performance of the track. Like Suge, when you think about it, Suge was everywhere. When you think about performance, you think about the baby's performance, his the video itself. Like I think if we're giving it to the one that is the best performance, I think it goes to Suge, the song. 
Okay. Now, I also argue the same thing about Middle Child because of the simple fact that it's the performance and it's J. Cole's, like, everyone loved that song. And if you're thinking, I know it's not the videos. I'm thinking about the videos too, but J. Cole's, like, in the performance standpoint, that video was bomb. Like, if you really took the time to, like, examine it and watch the video, that video was really, really good. So if that's included in the actual performance aspect, then I think J. Cole has a really good chance too, but I think it's going to go to the baby. Okay. Interesting pick. Yeah, Interesting even pick. though obviously I would love Nipsey to get yeah. it, but I don't think it's gonna go this in this category. I think he's gonna get one, but not this one. I think when I think about the Grammy and who is gonna win it, I don't. And, and to your point, I think what you're saying would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Suge is probably the best rap performance, but during the Grammys, I don't think of what. We, we who actually yeah. know the music think because you have to remember these people who vote rap wasn't a category for a long time in the Grammys yeah. yeah, and it only recently got this many categories these people don't know rap music yeah they don't true. know what constitutes as a great rap performance really yeah. yeah this is just something they can do and give away to people and act progressive about it I guess I think Nipsey's going to take this one mm-hmm. just because they want the moment of him posthumously getting, getting the, a Grammy. The Grammy he should have got yeah. last year. Wait, didn't he get one? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He that's didn't right. get it last year. I think now, he'll get one this uh, year. What is this one for again? Just best rap? Best rap performance. Yeah, this okay. one is the performance. But he's in multiple categories, but I'll let you get though? through them. Which performance? The song is uh, Racks, Racks in the, in the middle. middle. Okay. So... I just think they're going to give it to Nipsey just because they want to give a Grammy to Nipsey. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's, you know, they're they're really going to be fair in what the best rap performance was here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Figgy? Um, I kind of, I'll probably go with Jasmine on this one, too. Um, I can see the baby getting it for the simple fact that, you know, we talked about it earlier, how everything is label driven. Mm hmm. I'm not. Sh- I, f- I forgot what label he's on, but I can see his label probably, you know, pushing him to get something. Yeah. So, um, just I guess looking at it across the board, I can see him getting that Grammy because he had one of the biggest songs of the year. Do y'all think on- the baby's music is too ignorant to get a Grammy? Um, uh, no. Because I kind of do. Don't. Not for uh, best rap performance. Okay. Now, if it was like song of the year, then hell no. But for this category, I could see him winning this one. This would be like Bodak Yellow winning the Grammy to me. Mm-hmm. That, I, very, very kind of like I think, odd. I think when you're just listening to the music, then I can kind of agree with you. But because of his, because of what goes into his music, as far as like his performance, like the Bob video was bomb. It was a yeah. musical, like it was bomb. Like I think if you're looking at him as an artist and like as a whole, then no. But if you're just listening to the music, which technically we're supposed to be in some of these categories, then yeah, I can kind of agree with you. I feel you. Like I if you're really you. rating rap, he's not the lyricist yeah. that should be getting getting the award. I get you. The performance would get it. Yeah, the, his a performance would. I get you. Um, other categories in a rap category. Um, best rap sung performance slash sung performance. No. Higher, DJ Khaled, 
featuring Nipsey Hussle. Shit, this one might actually get the Nipsey Award. This is the one I think he's going to get the award. Fair enough. Actually, I should have read that first (laughs) because I think that one's actually going to be the one that wins it. Absolutely. there are other songs in this category. Drip Too Hard, Lil Baby and Gunna, Panini, Lil Nas X, Ballin', Mustard featuring Roddy Rich, and The London, Young Thug featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott. You know how I feel about all of them, but yeah. this the, this is not the category. Good for them. point. I think the Nipsey Grammy's gonna go for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like was, I said, label driven too. Yes, um, Khaled is on the major label. <laughs> yeah, he didn't um, he didn't get the number one spot like he should have. Yeah, plus or, John or, Legend is on this exactly. too. The sexiest and the Academy man loves alive. John <laughs> Legend. Yeah. yeah, everybody loves yeah. John yeah. Legend. He, yeah, I think this the one that I guess make black people proud. That yes. old Nip, yeah, the Martin know. Luther King moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, best rap song is next. Bad idea, Chance the Rapper. How the fuck did Chance the Rapper get nominated for a Grammy this the year label. after that album? Um, Gold Roses, <laughs> Gold Roses, Rick Ross featuring Drake. I don't think they're going to give Drake another Grammy. After I don't he think that song is deserving of. I'm, I I love Rick Ross and Drake, but I don't think that that. This is a song that should have been in this category. I'm kind of shocked it's nominated. Yeah, me too, honestly. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how they came with this nomination. We're going to talk about people who got snubbed in a little bit because people are mad. Yeah. The artists themselves are mad. Um, a lot. 21 Savage featuring J. Cole. Um, Racks in the Middle again, Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. And Suge the Baby. Now. Again. Because this is a songwriter award. Suge is out of there. Okay. Bad idea. I don't. Even, whatever. I don't even know. <laughs> Gold Roses is oh, out of there. That's YB and Cordae's song, not Chance. Chance is on the song, oh, okay. but it's YB and Cordae's song. I haven't Bad listened idea. to that. Then yeah, okay. I don't know that I know that song well. Then so I don't want to uh, talk shit yeah. about it. But I think, um, a lot is gonna win. Racks in the middle. I think it's deserving because of Nipsey's Nipsey's verses. But if I think I think a lot is gonna win. Or should win this category. Yeah, yeah. I think he also has a storyline too about the whole immigration thing yeah. and the ice. So yeah, I, I could see the storyline for Twenty One Savage and oh. J Cole winning this one. Yeah. I, I agree too. He changed yeah. his image a little yes. bit. He became more positive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. I t- I totally agree with that. <laughs> I can see that happening. All right, we're getting juicy now, y'all. Yeah. Uh-oh. Best That's rap right. album. Revenge of the Dreamers 3. I don't know how that got nominated. Excuse me? This is not a J. Cole album. This but was it was a, a good album. It was a collaboration. It, it was so like, good, This man. is like putting a DJ Khaled album for best rap album. Yeah. And I guess I it mean, could technically yeah, be that. Yeah, I was about to say, he'll get the credit. Yeah. yeah. Um, championships, Meek Mill, I Am Greater Than What I Was, or I Am Greater Than I Was. 21 Savage, mm-hmm. Igor, Tyler the Creator, and the Lost Boy, YBN Corday. Um, I think Tyler, even though, to be honest, he this should not even be in this category. I 100% agree. But I think Tyler's going to win this one. I agree. I, agree. I see. The, like, I didn't I, think we was going to agree on all these, but <laughs> yeah. I, I totally agree, man. And it makes sense. Yes. Because um, YBN Corday, I don't, he, it's a little too early for him to win a Grammy. And although I like this album, I don't think it made an impact where everyone heard that album. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good he got nominated, but right now that's not his time. The other albums, which was 21 Savage, mm-hmm. I think that was a good album, but 
uh, I don't know about album of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't think album of the year when when I think of his album. Yeah. The other one was. It was uh, YBN Corday, YBN Corday and um, Revenge of the Dreamers. Dreamers and Meek Mill Championships. Okay, yeah. Um, now that I think about it, I wouldn't be surprised if they sneak Meek one, man. But like I, I said, that one. I just don't. I just don't know if that's album of the year. But just looking at the whole situation, his his whole situation with the you know being in jail, going through all that stuff, I could see them trying to you know. Relate a little bit to the black, get one to the black people a little bit, get one to to the streets a little bit, because Meek Mill was a he kind of cleaned this image up too a little bit, so I can see them sneaking Meek one, but um, to me it just make more sense giving it to Tyler. Yeah, I see the storyline for Tyler being made. Uh, Tyler got a Innovator Award. Um, recently he had a GQ article or some big magazine article, yeah, GQ article or, um, this month. Yeah. I think the next stage is getting the Grammy. Yeah. Because he never got one, right? No, Mm -hmm. no. But yeah, his music was wild before. So no, I'm just making sure. But I think I want to say this album was the first time he actually had a song on the radio. Yeah. Because I remember, uh, I seen a video of him like kind of. Not crying, but so excited that yes. his song was on the radio. I'm what like, song? Damn. Uh, I don't think it was on this album. Mm-hmm. I think it was on a previous album, mm-hmm. and um, that song was actually on the uh, East the Issa Rae uh, show. Uh, I, okay. What was the name of it? I forgot the name of the show. But Insecure. Insecure. Yeah, it was actually on that um, show, but that song ended up coming on the radio. And I think he was like so sad, it, which was kind of shocking because I'm like, damn, somebody like Tyler the Creator never yeah. had, had radio play yeah. like that. Yeah, so I could see him getting it. I would be interested in what his reaction would be getting his Grammy because honestly, this is kind of the same problem that Drake had with the Grammys. The fact that an album that is not rap is in the category of best rap album. Yeah. You know, this is not a rap album. He's not rapping on most of the songs, but it's in there because it's the urban market album category. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. But I do think I'm sure he never thought he'd win a Grammy in his life. Yeah. So if he does get it, I'm sure he will be appreciated. But at the same time, it's kind of fugazi circumstances that he got it. So mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. I think he'd be excited for it. Yeah. Because would... he he, he kind of changed as a person, too. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. not really ignorant like he used to be. Yeah. Yeah. So he he, he a little more mature. So yeah. I can sold out. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, no, I, I would be happy for Tyler to win, but I th- I don't know that this is the category he should win in but they love to do that so i can see it happening who do you think should win um dreamville i i, I kind of disagree in saying that i i agree that why being corday like his album didn't touch enough people yet but i kind of disagree in the fact of it's too early for him i i don't think that it's too early with her i thought it was kind of early for her and she won a couple Grammys last year so um, I don't think I don't think that should be a factor in, in him not winning but I just don't know his album well enough and see, and see that and see that's the point like we all knew her album yeah her was all over the place she was like she was like the LeBron James of R&B she yeah. came in and dominated yeah um, YBN Corday he 
I think I think he had a pretty good album. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we just judge strictly off of albums, yeah, I we should have heard more about it. Yeah, but I feel like he ain't make that impact like he should because I think his ceiling is very high. Yeah, but this album just is not album of the year quality yet. I can feel that. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll get one eventually, but yeah, I don't think that's the one. I think they're gonna give it to Tyler, but I, I honestly I can't say out of this category who I, who is most deserving I, in my opinion. I think Meek Mill is the dark horse in this one. Yeah, I mm-hmm. could like like I said his story, his um the shit he overcame. I could see him giving giving them this one. Yeah, I thought this album was good too though. I thought Championships was a good album as a yeah. whole. And I think it was kind of pumped up too. We was it was uh, very anticipated too. Mm-hmm. We was waiting on this one and it, i think it was good so i i could see the i, I could see him being the dark horse in this one yeah yeah um i'm looking through some other categories too other random thoughts i have Lil Nas x gonna win a couple of grammys too i think you think so yeah, yeah. I th- i'm looking at a uh, best uh best pop duo slash group performance and i think old town road's gonna take that one um senorita's up there too i don't know that might be kind of tough. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think Lil Nas X will at least get one or two Grammys what that night. What is this in pop? Best pop group, uh, duo slash group performance, number six. Oh, okay. And um, Lizzo's going to win, too. I think, I think she's definitely going to win at least one or two Grammys as well. She's going to have a very inspiring speech about being a big black woman who didn't fit in the industry. I think she's, she's going to win the best pop solo performance. Okay. With Truth Hurts. I think so, too. I was looking at that. Yeah. And I remember think she's going to win that one. on her BT performance? Yes. yes. I remember. <laughs> Look, we're going to talk about Lizzo in a little bit, actually, because I think the tide Shaking has turned. I think... Popular opinion has turned on Lizzo. I kind of agree. Niggas have turned against her now. I think she is now the villain. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about the people who are actually kind of salty about being snubbed from the Grammys this year. Uh, Number one on the snub list, Wale. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I, I just did some independent investigating gotcha, gotcha, on the people gotcha. who were upset. <laughs> Wale was upset. Um, he said that the song On Chill was very eligible to win a Grammy or at least be nominated this year. The only reason I disagree with it is because I, I agree with him. It should be. But I think that the shelf time, the shelf life was not long enough. Um, I, I think on, on Chill was like a good single and it did very, very well. But I don't I think the shelf time for the 2019 Grammys is wasn't I, I think it it had to have barely made the deadline because I just don't see that album. Dro- the album just came out. It did. But honestly, I don't think that would have made a difference. Mm hmm. Like, honestly, I don't think if it came out earlier, it would be nominated. Really? I just the way I think the Grammys works. I don't think they were trying to give anybody like Wale any of that kind of attention. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, or even just look through the um, the songs that are nominated. Yeah. Is any of those songs worth being kicked off for Wale's song? Yeah. I mean, he also made some other tweets. He said he's sad but not defeated. He said six weeks, number one, urban to rhythmic at the same time and currently both number one. So he's like, yeah, the song was very popular and should have been nominated, but it wasn't. 
Rhapsody was also snubbed. She did not get a single Grammy nomination for this latest album she put out. She made a huge, a long Instagram post about it, basically saying that she's disappointed and frustrated, but uh, she has to tell herself the good fight is never an easy one. And uh, basically it's not about the nominations, it's about the art itself. So yeah, yeah, that's true. She says she hasn't been nominated for much, but what she has, she's thankful for. And I wish people kept this energy when they actually won Grammys. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I respect Drake for doing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. The one thing we shit on Drake a little bit, but the one thing I will really respect him. That's probably the realest thing he said. It was. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, someone like him, he could have easily... Just sucked up mom, and yeah, God, yeah. he could have sucked up. He could have just did the regular ass, but nah. He said these don't matter, mm-hmm. yeah. and he kept the beef that he had for a while on that stage when he won that Grammy. Yeah, yeah. so I respect that about him. He probably will never win another one because of that. But hey, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, MGK is also upset. He said <laughs> it would have been cool for a Hotel Diablo or I think I'm okay to at least get acknowledged by award shows and all that. But I realized that also having a loyal diehard fan base of 10 years is my win. Just don't let them nominate me after I'm dead. Like they did my homies. Hmm? Yeah. I can't say that. I know. <clears throat> what? I mean, I mean, we can keep it real, man. Like he I lo- shouldn't have been nominated. I, look, I love MGK. We yeah. kind of grew up. I, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say I grew up with him, but we ran across each other a couple times. Like I, I, I forgot he dropped something. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he was gonna say the Eminem diss when he brought this up, and yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, that was a couple years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, that was last year. Oh, last year. That's right. Yeah, but I think um, artists like that shit. I, I don't think they should be looking for a Grammy like that. I mean, everybody want to get nominated at some point. I don't care who you are. People want to be nominated or be at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. But honestly, what he's doing right now is better than the Grammys. He got a loyal fan base that will never leave his side, no yep. matter what. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of them people on that ballot right now, those fans can leave their sides. Mm-hmm. And Nicki Minaj was nominated for Grammys and awards and stuff like that. A lot of her fans kind of left a little bit. She can't even sell out shows yeah. or tours. So um, somebody to be an MGK spot, I think I think it's a blessing over being nominated. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, I just think that he needs to humble himself a little bit. And I understand, mm. like, I understand, you know, being an artist and wanting recognition for your work, but at the same time, he's an artist and he should know even during that Eminem beat that he's not as big as he he thinks he is in his mind. But as far as the world is concerned, like I, I, he doesn't reach that many people on a worldwide level than people outside of his, you know, he doesn't reach people outside of his core fan base. I, I think in my it, opinion. I think his music is not commercial based. The, yeah. the one yeah. commercial song he really had, he had like a couple. But the one was Wild Boys, and then the other ones was like Till I Die, mm-hmm. which was those are the ones that kind of played in rotation heavy. And I think he had another one, but it was more of a pop song. Yeah. But um, I just I just think that he's not that type of. He's one of them artists that could tour until he's eighty years old, and no people will still come out. All type of people will still come out to see him. He don't need no commercials. He don't need no 
airplay. He could just drop an album and people will go crazy. People are diehards. He, he got an underrated fan base too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I understand the hurt because we all go through that. We we had the Ohio Hip Hop Awards in um, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And we everyone in the city would be hurt if they're not nominated. Of course. Yeah. People always say it's Fitz, it's rigged, and so-and-so paid, and all this other stuff. So I think that's just, uh, with him doing that, that's kind of like the automatic response. Like, mm-hmm. damn, I put my best project out, mm-hmm. and it did this amount of numbers, and ain't even get the knowledge. So, you know, I, I won't blame him for that, but f- for his point of view, I don't think it even matter because he's still good. I agree to his defense and to his argument. In theory, the Grammys is not supposed to be a popularity award. Yeah. You know, if it, that was the case, Beck wouldn't have beat Beyonce. Yeah. You know, and it's same with the Oscars. The most popular movies don't win Oscars. It's the most artistic ones. And if he thought this art was good enough to be Grammy nominated, he has a point. Yeah, but I can't judge because I didn't listen to it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point to make too. I I didn't listen to his album to know yeah. how good. T- yeah, and is. let's be real, it's a it's kind of it's it's politics. Yeah, it's politics. It so, is at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if he's still signed under um, Bad Boy or what. But I don't know what he is. But, he might be independent at this point. Yeah, but like I said, all them big labels are in in the pot. So. You know, like I said, let, um, just look through all of them albums or whatever. Yeah, is any of them albums worth taking out for MGK? I think he was mainly talking about certain songs and maybe not the whole. But I don't know yeah, what these or, things yeah, were. Or but even, yeah, I agree. Yeah, or even the songs. Like, That's fair. Is anything worth removing for his? Yeah, because if that was the case, I think it it, it should be some shit some um west side gun songs yeah i mean because there's a bunch of good songs out there but they're just not popular and yeah it kind of it suck is the game they're not in that circle yeah he's been in the game long enough you should know how it works yeah um another person is very upset and wrote a lengthy um instagram post about it gold link was mad Gold Link said, honestly, it's fuck Grammys to the day I die. I am no longer participating in that wild ass, slave ass, political ass, cheating ass game any longer. The lack of relevance you have just solidified today is unbelievable. Tyler got one fucking nomination in a category he didn't even participate in, knowing damn well he deserved album of the year. Burna Boy got nothing. Coffee received nothing at all. I don't know who Coffee is. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Um, the baby couldn't qualify for best new artist apparently because he had mixtapes in the past. No nod to Solange for taking what? a risk. Wait, oh, that's what? Go, what? 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 The baby couldn't qualify because he had mixtapes in the past. Yeah. So how did her qualify? Because that was her first. Pro- Wait, did she have mixtapes before that last? Yes, EP? Oh. absolutely. I have no idea. Man, look, Good question. Chance the rap. We could talk about Chance the rapper too. Yeah. Good question. Did he win Best New Artist? I think he won something. He did win a Grammy. Something because yeah, he for, might for have won. That might not, right? Maybe that's opinion based. Because fact remember, that he's his first out. album just came out this year. Mm-hmm. So he won a Grammy, right? He wants something. Yeah, maybe yes. that's just an opinion-based fact that he's spitting out because I don't understand that 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 can't be accurate. That is odd because actually, um, and people were thinking this was controversial too. Mm-hmm. EPs were included this year in his Grammys. 
I think like, that is very controversial. The Lil Nas X EP. Yeah, because he ain't got no album. And uh, the Grammys officially announces that a album is a P, a project that is five songs or longer and fifteen minutes or longer. Yeah, so that's crazy. If that's if you call and, your project an EP, but it's more than five songs and longer than fifteen minutes. Then it's an album yeah. I don't, in their eyes. I don't it, agree with that. Yeah, it, I think that's real fucked up for the people of the past that have like I, I don't. I think it, I don't. I think yeah. they getting into some real dangerous territory. Not, really? Yeah. I just I don't I don't feel like that's fair to artists of the past. Like I know it ain't about them. This is a new insated rule or you know um, guideline to go by. But I think that's very that that opens the door. That's makes it a huge pull to pull from if that's what you're going to do that the music category the music pool is very very huge at that point in time and how how we need to know other criteria i i would imagine at that point if you're going to open the door for anything anything longer than 15 minutes that's well that's a good point because i feel like that puts rappers at a disadvantage. Yeah. Because if you're a pop star who the label's going to make a huge album for out the get-go, then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But a rapper has to get mixtapes out and music out for them to get picked up by somebody and get national you know, yeah. attention. And sometimes their mixtapes take off. Yes. Yeah. And people bump it like albums. Exactly. And then now it's like, all right, we need an album from you. Mm-hmm. But... Their most fire shit was that mixtape mm-hmm. that they just threw out on SoundCloud and took off. Yes. So now they wouldn't be uh, eligible, eligible for best new artist because they already had work out. But that's yeah. the only way you can even get there as a rapper. So that's a good point. It is kind of unfair for the rappers. And I, I think what this would do, too, is uh, I know last year we seen it, too, with the um, with the good music summer or whatever they had uh, mm-hmm. with Pusha T dropping the five track album yeah we gonna see a lot more of that now oh yeah definitely a lot more of that like don't be surprised if next year jesus is king is nominated we're gonna see 14 mm. minute eps come out see <laughs> and I, that's just wild that's wild to me. See, but yeah. see it kind of, i mean as an artist like i kind of feel him on that because it's like damn like what's the point of making you know 14 tracks yes 14 four minute tracks on you know on this album man it's not qualified award yeah people don't get through the whole thing just make a nice little four five pack you know make it no longer than 30 minutes and that's your album yeah Yeah. and then say the rest of the you know other 15 songs you got and that's the other three albums and stop calling your albums eps yeah (laughs) you know maybe yeah that's about to leave real quick it might as well at this point because the ep was like four songs right yeah yeah, now an album is technically um, what five tracks over fifteen minutes. I think it was Fonte. I saw a tweet by. He basically said something like, um, uh, "A, a mixtape these days, uh, the artists call projects. Or they they call their albums projects or mixtapes when they're not confident enough to stand behind it." Mm. Yeah. So basically, if you sense. put out something that you're not sure is going to flop or not, oh, it's my next project. Yeah. But if it's something you sure is going to hit because it already has hit singles on it, it's my new album's coming out now. Chance like, the okay, rapper. Exactly. Nah. So, and that shit still flopped too. But <laughs> anyway, um, back to the gold link thing. 
Um, no nod to Solange for taking a risk pushing the boundaries when nobody else was brave enough to do so. I guess Solange didn't get any nominations. Mm-mm. I didn't realize that. That's kind of crazy. There's not even a category for internationally black artists at all. What the fuck do you think these kids learn when you tell them there aren't it that their black art isn't good enough or isn't noticed at all? Um, I've just gotten to a point after three years of being signed on this topic that my value is much beyond what closed door establishments have been giving us. Even our peers are voting against us. I cannot partake. And that's a good point because the Grammy board did get a bunch of hip hop people, apparently, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. And it still turned out the same. So yeah. I don't know, man. But good points by Gold Link, honestly. Yeah. I thought he was just bitter, but he actually made some good points there. Yeah. Um, too, we gotta realize, man. It's it's not that many spots. Yeah, there's only what five spots. It's a bunch of artists out there with good music. I agree. Everyone can't get nominated, but you see a lot of the same people getting nominated yeah. during the year, and I think that's what annoys people. Yeah, yeah but, but that's something you can't really control, man. Yeah. Like I said, man, if if we all feel the same way, we need maybe we need to start our own. <laughs> Funny you say that <laughs> because that's actually a great transition into another thing that somebody's mad about. Um, Ari Lennox is very upset or was very upset mm-hmm. by not winning the Soul Train Awards Album of the Year award. Is it the Album of the Year or R&B? I think it was Album of the Year. Okay. Yeah. Um, she lost to Lizzo. And I meant to actually watch this Soul Train Awards because it looked kind of dope. I wanted to too, but I I I don't watch enough TV and I yeah, I didn't yeah. get the advertisement enough to know when it came on. I know on. people was tweeting about it. I was oh you know I was watching um I was watching um uh, Kanye service yeah that's what I was doing <laughs> because everybody was tweeting about the Soul Train Wars and I was trying to watch the um the uh, Sunday Night Football game yeah. too mm-hmm. but I, I watched the whole I watched the whole service but yeah, yeah. Uh, we are gonna get to that in a minute too. But um, so I wanted to see the uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis tribute on the Soul Train Awards. I'm going to watch it on YouTube, apparently, or eventually. But Ari Lennox is very upset over losing the Album of the Year award to Lizzo. And she didn't specifically throw Lizzo under the bus, but she made a series of tweets about this. Mm-hmm. She said, you know what I realized? People who genuinely fuck with me understand my frustration. People who are self-hating haters and clearly have never given my music a chance got the biggest problem with me always. And then she went on to say, no one will have to worry about me complaining after this current complaint. What I will not do is ever be this, this depressed again. It's not just an award. It wasn't any award so show. It was the Soul Train Awards. As you can see, I'm a big fan of soul music and a huge fan of Soul Train's history. She then said, being snubbed was something I always expected and definitely was prepared for, just not by them. Every time I wrap my mind around it, I just can't accept it. It feels like a breakup. I made a soulful album. I never ran from who I am. I just expected that one platform to understand that. Good points, honestly. My intent is never to annoy people who clearly don't fuck with me. I don't be asking these shady blogs to post what I write. And it's clear I'm not, quote unquote, cool enough, not trendy enough, and I don't care to be. I don't strive for that at all. I'm not going to chase this shit ever again. No more fake shit on my part. Our Linux album is uh, called Shea Butter Baby, by the way. Yeah. It's a really good album, actually. I actually, to be fair, 
I actually checked it out a little bit, or at least some songs, because I never heard this girl before, honestly. Yeah, really? Before this happened. Not yeah. really. I'm oh. sure I've heard of her, but I didn't hear her music I really like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you've, yeah. Prob- you've heard her um, probably featured on songs and just didn't know it was her. Yeah. Yeah. She had a BMO song, whatever that song was called. I heard that song. It was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she dropped the video for the um, single. The yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that video. I'm like, damn, this song kind of like, hard. I like how they flipped the uh, uh, "Got You All in Check" sample. I, yeah, I I that was that. dope. Yeah, so I want to come out and say it, and I'd be wrong, but <laughs> they sound just like it. Yeah, Buster. yeah, Buster. yeah. Buster. It's that sample. Um, so actually, this did work to put me on her music because I do think she's actually pretty talented. Yeah. Um, but what I want to get on is the heel turn on Lizzo. <laughs> People are turning on Lizzo. People are sick of Lizzo. Lizzo, like I said, Ari did not specifically mention Lizzo or throw her under the bus, but people were upset that Lizzo won a Soul Train Award for over, a pop yes, album. For over a album that was actually soulful. People are saying she makes music for white bitches who <laughs> basically there's a whole lot of allegations being thrown and by the way Bossip had to apologize to who to uh Lizzo and her team they made a tweet they I gotta bring this up fuck I gotta mm-hmm. find this now it was funny <laughs> because uh yeah Lizzo got thrown completely under the bus by everybody on Twitter because they were just like they had yeah. enough of Lizzo in her music. Mm-hmm. I got to find this. But basically, they had to apologize for running a headline. And the headline wasn't that bad. Um, you know, they they write stories about what goes on social media. Yeah. They write funny headlines about it. Uh, this was the Bossip headline for Lizzo. It said, you don't even go here. Kids bop queen Lizzo gets dragged for winning Soul Train <laughs> Not Awards. Not kids bop. For winning Soul Train Awards despite making top 40 Chapper Keeper tunes. <laughs> oh, wow. They had to delete this tweet and issue an apology for it. Damn. And that lets you know she got a powerful machine behind her. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm I'm kind of impressed the fact that they actually make, because that's not, it, it wouldn't be, it'd be one thing they called her fat. Yeah. yeah. But there was no fat jokes in here. Yeah. And yeah. they still had to delete it. So yeah. very interesting. Um, they said we at Bossip are known for pushing the envelope with our headlines while trying to entertain and inform. We don't always get it right and definitely didn't get it right with our Lizzo headline. So yeah, walked it all the way back. Yeah. Anyway, what do you guys think about this whole thing? What do you guys think about Lizzo winning over Ari Lennox? Does she have a valid complaint here? And what do you think about Lizzo right now and how she looks? I think Ari do got a valid complaint because when you think about it, it's kind of not fair because, like, we were just running down the Grammy stuff. And, you know, if you look around, Lizzo is on nothing but pop stations. Yes. She's on rap stations, too, but she's on a lot of pop stations. And I would be pissed, too. That's To me, that's like a, you know, that's like a R&B person winning in a rap category over a, a real rapper. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, damn, like, I actually made a good rap album. And this person come in, you know, not even rapping in his album. <laughs> yeah. And he beat me out. So, yeah, I think she do got a valid complaint. But um, as far as Lizzo, man, life come at you fast. This, like I know she good, she not broke and all this other stuff, but man, like that's why you gotta really 
like I'm not calling her not humble or nothing, nothing like that. But you really got to be humble because mm-hmm. you never know. You could be the good person at one moment, then the next moment you could be the bad person, the total villain. Like the same thing happened with Nicki Minaj. Nicki mm-hmm. was the good person all this time. Mm-hmm. She was untouchable. And once Cardi came out, she became the bad person. It just flip flop, and people hated Nicki Minaj all of a sudden. So um, I don't life come at you fast, but it kind I kind of feel bad for. Her. But um, yeah, man, life come at you fast. <laughs> it suck. Does it really suck though? Because she's experiencing mass popularity. Album went number one. Nominated in several but, award categories. Mm-hmm. But people want to be light, man, no matter what. That's Nikki true. want to be light. A lot of people go out here and say, oh, I don't care about that stuff. I'm just doing it for my fans. But you always want to be light. Nikki was always light. But, you know, that moment where she wasn't light, you could tell it bothered her. Yeah. You know, she's still good. She's still rich and all this other stuff. But you could tell it really had an effect on her that, you know, she's hated and now she always got this chip on her shoulder. So I mean, artists don't want to go want don't artists don't want to be that person. Yeah. So from that point on, it suck. I'm I'm not sure how Lizzo is, you know, as a human being. I don't know if she is a Nicki Minaj type where she, you know, a little too Hollywood or mean because I know she had the issue with the Uber Eats person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was I think that was kind of terrible. Yeah. Postmates. Yeah, I think that was kind of terrible. But um. Yeah, I mean, if she's a really nice person, it it, it suck. Yeah, I uh, I I think it's interesting. I don't I don't follow her me- music like that. I know she her album was really good. I listened to it, but I I agree in the fact that it's not necessarily it's women empowerment music. But I it's not for me. It's corny. Just say it. It, it is. It is. I, I can't lie. Like, I don't want to belittle this, this, this black woman that's doing well for herself, but it's, it's, it's not for me. It's very sing songy. It's very like, um, gimmicky and like, you know, very commercially to me, in my opinion. So, um, I do think that Ari Lennox has a point in the fact that, that it, this just really wasn't her award show, honestly. Like, um, you know, the Soul Train Awards, they big up all African-Americans in general, but that that wasn't her category, in my opinion. Like, I rather Ari deserved the, the album of the year or not, Lizzo didn't deserve to win that in general. Like, and I don't even know who was in that category. That album was not a soul album. Mm. So I agree with Ari in that aspect. Now, Lizzo, I... I'm not really that huge of a fan of her music, but at the same time, just the I don't really, I think the way that she chooses to handle certain things turns me off from her. Hmm. Like, even though I know the music isn't for me, um, I know she's from Houston. I know a lot of people that actually know her personally. And so you, you don't want, you want to support somebody, you know, somebody that is so close, uh, closely knitted around you, you know, people that saw her grind. So you want to support people like that. But I just, um, f- from the public eye, what we what we get from her, I don't I don't care for how she handles people and situations and like the Ari situation, um, Ari Lennox situation. She just posted a picture of, um, saying "kiss my ass" or something like that, and like, you well, know, she okay that that picture of her ass bare naked mm-hmm. was taken from months ago. But you it just, just posted recirculated, it. It recirculated back on the time like people were dragging her. 
Oh, so she she had she so she didn't just post that. No, like in, that in recent events. No, that wasn't their reaction to. Gotcha. Uh, no, that wasn't. See, yeah. and that was part of my argument. Then that was yeah. part of, like why why even do that? Like Ari, she clearly like regard you are of course are the one that's gonna feel like she's talking about you. But she did go back. She did make a point to say that she's not even trying to be shady. Oh, towards here we go. We have anybody on a fucking what show is this? Holly, uh, Access Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, like it's just a point. Like even Ari went back to say like she she's frustrated in the moment. It's not that she's trying to snub any other artists or trying to discredit them, but it's just the internet that's making it a a, a hate Lizzo thing. But at the same time, it's just kind of like I, I I don't know. I just the the Uber Eats or whatever that was real ugly and just just kind of how she she carries herself. Um, she's not very Megan the Stallion like as far as. You know, making friend, just making friendly and playing nice with everybody. She doesn't seem to care to do that. Yeah, well, it's she, like whatever. Fuck everybody. It's kind of what she seems like. She well, according to these tweets, she's turned a new leaf. She <laughs> said, "Imagine having unconditional love and compassion for every living being on the planet. Imagine only having positive thoughts, energy, and feelings for an individual you never met. Anyone who knows, well, somebody said uh, something else, but." Being on the internet is like hearing everyone's innermost thoughts in a crowded room. It's a window into how negative, hurtful, and judgmental we can get. It can also be a warm hug from someone you never met. Offset the darkness with an internet hug today. I love you. So, sounds like she's very, very into positivity now. And she's not dragging nobody no more. Mm, So, number one, I got to call this out. I hated on Lizzo before it was cool to hate on Lizzo, and y'all shitted on me for it. Now I'm kind of riding with her. We shitted on you. I mean, we got on you about it because you were shitting on the performance. Yeah, that performance was bomb. Look, the body positive. Look. Come on, man! <laughs> we, you ain't like the performance because she because she's a big woman, and that's why that's why we had to stop you. That's why I'm like, Whoa, like I don't want to. Yeah, it's not the fact that she's big. Y'all know I like BBWs. It was the fact that she was doing the sexy big thing. She was What's damn near. She was showing too much cellulite and ass cheeks the on that stage. Oh sexy. my gosh! Not, they can be, but don't be doing a Rihanna like sexy. When you're a big girl, they're about to come for you in your DMs saying, look, and mentions. Like I'll knock all them big girls down. Believe me, we could turn hating to love. But I'm just saying, don't the body positivity thing is one thing. But to my point back then, if a man did that, y'all think it was disgusting. If some fat ass dude got, if Rick Ross got up there half naked. <laughs> <laughs> jiggling around mm-hmm. y'all would clown his ass but yeah. since it's Lizzo it's okay like nah <laughs> it, it looked yeah. bad either way to me man <laughs> like and like I, I, I rock with Lizzo now because she's from Houston mm-hmm. she shouts out Houston shit like I think recently she was on TV and said Lil Flip the Freestyle King or <laughs> something. so I like shit like that yeah. I like having Houston representation I like the fact that she went back to U of H and surprised everybody who was there that's just cool to me. So I'm kind of rocking with her now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, Ari did have some great points here. Um, I think there is a machine behind Lizzo now that she can't stop. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she's going to be pushed to the top. And you can argue she deserves it. She did grind for a while. She is talented. I think it's the same. It's a similar machine of Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, agree. I see the similar, similar 
routes being taken. Yes. It's just a different market. Mm -hmm. Her market is more of the Oprah market. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas Cardi is like just the ratchet girl market, but it's still everybody. So I see it happening. And, you know, it sucks that you become the hated one now, but she'll do. She can cry in a bed full of money. She'll be all right. That's what I'm saying. Like that come with the territory. Like all that success come with it, man. Mm -hmm. So if you if you feel like you shouldn't be hated and all this other stuff, when you're that successful, when you're at the top like that, it's probably not the business for you. You probably need to step down, pull a summer walker or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everybody went through it. Jay-Z is going through it right now. Yeah. And he went through it a couple times in his career where he was the good guy, then became the hated guy. That you know, That's part of it. So she just, she just, yeah. The one thing she just got to do, she got to learn to deal with it. She can't really feed into it. She can't, she can't do what Summer Walker do and make tweets and posts and stuff like that. She just got to do her thing. Yeah, yeah. My only thing with her, she got to stop complaining because she used to complain a lot. She complained about not being viewed as a rapper or whatever, or not getting love from the rap community or a rap category award. Like she's too big now, literally. And (laughs) music wise that she, she can't be complaining about not getting attention in certain rap spaces. Like, look, you, she's a pop act. It is what it is now. She's She's popular. Yeah. So, I mean, you can either make that what you can or dial it back and do a whole experimental album. I was about to say, do a a rap album. Actual rap album. Nah, the label won't let her. She's too big now. Like, they can't (laughs) stop. She has to keep making these uh, uh, commercial. Look, (laughs) if I was in that position. Super commercial songs. if If I was in that position, man, like, I would not be complaining. If that was the formula and I was. At the top like that. To be fair, like, but like you said, everybody wants to be like Figgy. Yeah, no, I get so it. So you would feel it, a certain but, type of way. But I wouldn't be sitting here saying, you know, I want to be viewed as a rapper. Y'all yeah. keep calling me a pop star. And yeah. Look, man, I don't care, man. Like, where I was at. Y'all listening to my music, where, I'm good. Yeah, where I was at before was, you know, you know, it was, it was bad. I wanted to be here, so... If y'all look at me as a pop artist, I'm a pop artist. Yeah. If some of y'all feel like I'm a rapper, I'm a rap. You know, I don't care. <laughs> I feel you. I feel yeah. you. I get the point. Um. So enough of that. Let's get into some meat of shit that happened this last week. We talked about this a little bit uh, before. Kanye West at Lakewood Church with uh, why am I forgetting his Joel name now? Osteen. Joel Osteen. Um, now I didn't watch the actual Sunday service yet. It's live streamed. It's on YouTube. If you look up, uh, the whole performance is there. Yeah. Um, if you look up random videos of people, cause the whole thing was packed. I heard yeah. traffic was crazy there too. I can was imagine. It? Yes. And by the way, uh, so he did actually speak. It wasn't a pre-recorded uh, message. Yeah. He did actually show up at the 11 a.m. service. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he spoke for about 20 minutes. Very, very free-form, off-the-cuff, typical Kanye shit. Some of it was accurate. Some of it was kind of nonsense. Yeah. Was, he wasn't off-the-cuff, though. You could tell he in a better space. Well, I meant I meant more so that he didn't have a thought a, of how he was going to... It wasn't set Teleprompter yeah. or anything like that. And more, and more so, like, he kind of rambles when he talks. Yeah. And that's why it's easy to make a compilation of where he just sounds stupid. 
yeah. like mix and mash because yeah. he didn't really think about what he says before he says it. Yeah. But that being said, he spoke on some real stuff, man. He spoke on uh, the images that the media promotes that are basically programming your kids to be more controllable. You know, like things like that, I thought were kind of real. But he also said some stupid shit like, you know, God created the greatest artist of all time. And now he's on his side and stuff like that. You sound yeah. like very, very vain still. Now, I think people kind of took that out of content. Really? Yeah, because um, he was pretty much talking about himself where he, you know, it was kind of like I feel like I'm the. it was one of those. I feel like I'm the best. You know, I feel like I'm the best artist. Yeah. He just kind of said, hey, uh, God, you know, took the best artist and put him on his side. But yeah. the, the build up oh. before that was basically he was saying the devil has everybody else. So he's like, well, the devil has all the producers, all the artists, all the music people. But I'm the only one who's holy and I'm the best one. And now I'm on his side. It just seemed kind of vain. I mean, it's Kanye. Yeah. We yeah. expect yeah. him to yeah, say that. Say, but. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I ain't really take it as him being, you know, so arrogant. I okay. kind of see what he was saying, but I ain't take it as like, oh, this dude is being arrogant. Uh, I, I had to call like I saw it, man. I thought it was him being him. <laughs> but that being said, like, I thought it was very, he didn't go on some Trump tirade. He didn't fully embarrass himself. It, the service itself seemed uh, okay. But then he had the actual performance later that night. Packed tickets, you know, tickets were not sold for profit. There was nothing sold from the Ticketmaster website. It was free. Yeah. But people did flip them for, I heard, as high as 500 bucks. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And they allowed it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't do anything yeah. about it. That's like if really. you kind of can. That's like what if can you do. Um, depending on the ticket numbers and how they're um, sent out, you can um, make it to as to where they can't get in when they get there. But it's church. So like, they, are they really going to allow, you know, yeah. do that? But at yeah. the same time, you can definitely disable the tickets okay. if no. they have the number on yeah. them. I was just like, that's like if I bought the ticket. I mean, if I got the ticket, the two tickets and I sold it to you for two hundred dollars. So I think people was making profit like oh, that. Oh Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, but overall it was free. Yeah, so the service itself, I skimmed through it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but it looked pretty, like, it, I have to admit, man, it looked pretty legit. It didn't look like the other ones I saw where he's just outdoors drumming on a drum yeah. and everybody just getting hype behind him. This one looked actually professionally produced, like a real performance. Do you think that was purposefully done? Well, yeah. Well, no, like, do you think... I guess uh, as far as on Joel's end, like, look, if you come in here to do this, you gonna have to get your your perform. Like, we oh, gonna yeah, have I'm to. I'm sure we gonna have to tighten this up a little bit. Now I will say, um, like, I watched the whole thing from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and my personal feeling, I it felt like a real praise and worship. Mm-hmm. Like, if Kanye name wasn't on it, I would be like, wow, who is this choir? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they they was they was doing the thing, man. So, um, and the be- I, I I really enjoyed it. And the part that really got me was I felt like it wasn't all about Kanye. It was mostly the choir. I, I want to say it was mostly the choir, like, maybe 60% of the time. Yeah. So probably the first half was just the choir singing. And they, it, it was really good. And um, it kind of made me, I'm like, I'm not sure if Kanye's really changed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's up to him. That's not for me to judge. Yeah. But what he's doing with that choir is something special. He giving them 
them people a platform. It's some people from Houston that's that are in the choir. Yeah, Yeah, the guy that was controlling it. I want to say that um the speaker. I forgot, I forgot his name or what what his title is, but. It was really legit. It wasn't like Kanye up there saying, praise the Lord, y'all. And, you know, he ain't had nothing to do with that. He, yeah. he kind of came later on and he played a couple keyboard stuff and, you know, he performed a little bit. But he ain't had nothing to do with what the choir was doing for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, I can't really hate on that, man. It, it was pretty good. I, I, it's hard for me like I could say Kanye faking it and all this other stuff but as far as that choir I think it's kind of unfair to put that choir in that same position of no this is phony and no nah, they, they was really doing a good job mm-hmm. and it sound real good and if it was just them without Kanye I would probably go see them mm-hmm. okay Hmm. Looks like the tide is changing. Looks like people are believing this new Kanye is legit now. Hmm. If you look at the YouTube comments for that performance, you don't see anything negative on there, honestly, which is a surprise for a Kanye West video in 2019. Oh, yeah. But this is where we are now. I mean, I'm seeing positive reactions to it. Jasmine, you said you were suspicious about his motives early on what yeah. do you think now um i haven't seen it in its entirety so i still am on i'm still in the same place okay i need to watch it i did watch um maybe up until they harmonized ultralight beam mm-hmm. and i enjoyed what i saw mm-hmm. so i i but i still have the same opinion until i can get okay. through it and at least see his speaking i did um, catch a clip of him correcting Joe Olstein whenever he was yeah. introducing Kim, and I thought Kim that was Kardashian, hilarious. That was. And it was like this is so Kanye. Yeah, like, he was yeah. just sitting there smiling, and then he's like, <laughs> oh, his face just went down like Kim Kardashian. Like, West. Yeah. No, like that's my wife. I, I feel like they probably had a long argument over her changing her name. I think so too. And yeah. that's why he like got you need upset. to hype in that West. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, honestly, he probably wanted Kim West. Yes, he probably yeah. did. Yeah, but her name is a brand, and yeah. she can't just get rid of it. And I'm yeah. sure that's why he makes a point when people don't pronounce that West because oh, yeah. it was probably something that they had to go back and forth. He the type to look at little shit like that, mm-hmm. like if you say, "Oh, hey, oh yeah, I was just with your girl," and then. No, 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 no. Wife. <laughs> you make sure you correct your you ass. You mean my say, wife? No, no, yeah. wife. You mean my wife, sir? We got to talk about Kim Kardashian, too. What was she wearing? <laughs> now, I'm not no fucking fashion, e fucking, uh, fashion expert. I'm not no fucking uh, <laughs> dude who's going to talk on E about some the best dressed at the Grammys. I don't give a fuck. But she looked like well, she was wearing a man suit. She yeah, had a over. See. She had a jacket that looked you know, the means were coming out for her. Yeah, <laughs> I, I seen the meme where um, somebody photoshopped them as fat. Yeah, that like, came back. Yeah, um, she she basically I could look it up, but you could probably find it on Twitter or whatever. She basically had this green ensemble on, but she had a coat jacket that was clearly a man's coat jacket, and it didn't look like you know how women will sexually dress like a man, but it still you can see their figure and it still looks. You don't think it was a fashion yeah. thing for her? This. I'm wondering if she has something, she had something picked out and Kanye said you cannot wear that. And so she just got upset and said, fuck it up. Well, I don't even I don't know what went through her mind, because even if she was mad at Kanye, she would never put herself in a position to get the clown like that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know what The only happened. thing I could think of is um, 
Maybe she had something on showing a little too much cleavage. Maybe. And he said, hey, here, put this on. That's a problem. You got a fake ass and fake titties. You can't hide them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was about to say, we ain't see nothing either. Yeah. Usually, you know, uh, I try to look and see what she looking like. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't see a damn, you ain't see a curve or nothing. Yeah. It, it was very, 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 very odd choice. And usually, <laughs> like, usually she's so on top of fashion shit, you would expect even she could find a way to just conservative and still make it look good. Yeah. But it didn't happen this time. Maybe it was too last minute. I don't know what happened, but yeah, she got clowned for what she wore and what really isn't happening too much anymore. I know some people um, saw saw them at um, the Galleria, yeah, which is kind of cool. They said she was ice skating with um, maybe it was North, but yeah, there's a the oh, Galleria yeah, ice skating. Yeah, I saw the picture. Oh where yeah, she I saw something. Yeah, and then I, someone I paid, paid, paid them to, for TMZ. Here's uh, a photos. picture if you haven't seen it, Jasmine. Yeah, got to look up to see it. It is, I don't know if you can see Oh, that oversized? Yes. This is what she wore, a big old, big ass, I can't lift this monitor up. I I can see it from here. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) clearly a man suit. And yeah, I don't know what happened here, but she looks like she's about to go into 2003 NBA draft or something. <laughs> 2000. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so, Kanye said he didn't like her naked, and you know, yeah. out I think here. there's a fine line between naked. It's and, some good looking clothes without yes, being naked. Yeah. Yes, but then again, like I said, when you when you pay for a figure like that, you really can't hide it. So yeah. Also, in other duck tales we got to talk about Kanye West made a tweet with Dr. Dre Dr. Dre in the studio pointing at Kanye who's not smiling at all and Ye tweeted this and said Ye and Dre Jesus is King part 2 coming soon I'm not believing that now he's also a man who said Watch the Throne 2 is coming soon who said that Uh, Kanye said that I don't believe he said that uh, like a year ago and so, yeah, he's saying that Yandy was coming. Yandy is like Yandy did leak. All the songs are supposed that? to be. I need to, I'm, if you I'm look on YouTube it. or SoundCloud, you can find like all the songs that are supposed to be on Yandy. Mm. It did leak, but it didn't technically come out. So, yeah, he was kind of lying there. And Jesus is King Part Two with Dre, who don't release shit yeah. ever. Yeah. And Kanye, who delays shit all the time, yeah, no. is a recipe for something that will never come out. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll produce one song on it, but there's no way this will be a joint collab thing with Dr. Trey. I don't believe that at all. So, Man. I would like to hear is. that. I, I would like to hear that if this was like 2008-ish. Yeah. Like, fuck it, I want to hear it now if it actually came true. Yeah, I, I don't think we can call Dr. Dre washed up no, yet. No, I'm no. It's no disrespect to him, but it's just you know we get excited for these Kanye collaborations. Yeah, and it's kind of like, eh. I mean, it's always disappointing. It, yeah, it's I don't know, man. Like, like who was it? I? For, I forgot who it was, but um, oh yeah, we was excited about the Kanye and the um the Kenny G collaboration and yeah. all this other stuff. It's like, oh yeah, it's about to be something, mm-hmm. and it's like, eh. <laughs> but you like that song though. Yeah, I like. I think it's. I think it's cool. I like it, but like when you think about it before you hear it, yeah. it's like, oh the shit, clips. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. So that one, um, I don't know. I think I would have liked to hear it 
during prime um Kanye. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh around graduation um Kanye. I feel you. I feel you. Um speaking of which my beautiful dark twisted fantasy had a anniversary this year or this week. And everybody was talking about nine that damn years. album. Nine years. I hate these random, random anniversaries out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, fuck it. We can wrap this up in a little bit, but I want to get into what a bro knows. <laughs> because Uh-oh. there was something that was said by Tory Lanez, who we talked about earlier, who had an album come out. And he made some comments on a... I think Joe Button has this other show he does where he does one on one not standard culture pull up yeah Yeah. he had Tory Lanez on this and Tory Lanez was talking about how he feels about women who ask him to buy things for them and what his reaction is and we'll, we'll listen to that right now when it comes to women it's like I have this line with women when they're like yo can you buy me this shorty I thought you was up you can't buy yourself that mm if you can't oh, buy yourself that, you can't fuck with a nigga in my tax oh, bracket. Oh, man. Where are these women? Period. If you can't buy yourself a Gucci bag, you can't fuck with me in my tax bracket, if that's what we're talking about. Oh, I'm scared. But luckily, I'm a down-to-earth. Do for a living. But that's the thing. I'm a down-to-earth nigga. If, short, if you come on some, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a Gucci bag. I'm not going to ask you for that shit. I'm not going to try you like that. But if you have the nerve to try me like I'm a trick and say, yo, give me this bag, I'm going to ask you, shorty, do you not have enough money to buy that bag? And if you don't, don't fuck with me. Mm. You talking about bags? I'm more so meant like a little. I'm just saying. American apparel for. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the top comments, of course, is by a woman clapping back. She says, "I'm confused because if I ask you for a bag and I can afford the bag and I buy the bag, the fuck do I need you for?" Tori, I love chicks tape five, but this is why women be trying him in public. Huh? Hmm. She's saying that no, if she can afford the no, bag. No, I get it. Yeah. But it's not about, can you buy me this bag because I'm broke, right? <laughs> yeah. It should be like a gift, right? In theory, yes. Yeah, so, so oh, go ahead. Basically, the argument here is that, I, I and I think, because this woman got called out to a little bit for it. Yeah. But um, the, what she's saying, what he's arguing is, like if you don't ask me for some shit for some expensive shit if you can't afford it because if you're asking me for that type of thing you shouldn't be fucking with me because we're not in the same tax bracket if you can't afford it which I don't know if he's picking his women by what they can afford and what because Joe Budden brought up a point like this could be an escort who can afford it would you really want to fuck with somebody like that just because they got money see I, I get I get the point that he's trying to make I just think it was poorly executed or it wasn't fully he didn't think about both sides i guess like he he i see where he's coming from in the sense of like you shouldn't be coming to me asking me for what you can't even afford yourself like mm-hmm. i get that aspect and i agree with that mm. i can agree with that but it, his point kind of fails itself when it's not a matter of she can't afford it it's a matter of she wants you to buy her something nice like it that could you can get that situation where I don't I, I don't want you to buy this for me because I can't buy it for myself. It's a simple fact that I want you to buy it for me because I want you to give me I want you to give this to me. Like I want you I want it to come from you. So I, I think that he kinda kinda I get where the girl the girl is coming from and why she's mad or the commenter is mad because it's like why what are you what are you even saying here? 
at the same time. Like he 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 looked at it at a at an approach of of don't come for me for money, but he mm. he failed to to acknowledge the other spectrum of of the argument. Yeah, yeah. I, see, here's the thing, because I feel like what Tory Lanez is basically saying is he's not going to like, for example, I, I think men for men, we don't want you to tell us like if you treat a man good, he's going to want to do things for you. He's going to want to spend money on you. Yeah. He's going to want to do like treat you well, but we don't like being asked directly for it. It's kind of like our money and our time is like what your pussy is to you. You know, <gasps> if you love a dude, you going to give him some, but you don't want him asking, asking for, it. for it constantly and begging for it and acting, you know, so, so, you know, desperate for it. Yeah. We don't feel like that's the only thing he wants. Yes. <laughs> you're going to say that that's the only reason you're with me is just for some easy ass. Yeah, that, but I think that's the that's why he didn't acknowledge the other spectrum of the of the conversation. Because yeah, I I get that point that he's trying to make, but he failed to acknowledge the woman that's not at, that's not asking him all the time. Just because she asked you for it doesn't mean that that's all she wants from you. That doesn't mean that yeah. And that, if we ask, or you if for... she brings it up, like oh, like I really like this purse. That don't mean go buy me this purse right now. She mm-hmm. brought it up for for other other occasions. Like, you know, she could have just been making a general statement, but you taking it like, oh, I want you to buy me this purse. And that might not even be what she means. Like, she may just be making a general comment. Okay. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because, and I don't want to air nothing out on a podcast, but let's say, in theory, a man just texts you and says, uh, when are we going to fuck? Yeah. Why aren't you considering the fact that that might not be all he wants? It was just an off the cuff comment, right? The same way I want this back could be an off the cuff comment. Don't mean that's all she wants, but you're going to take it that way. That's that's all he wants. If he just comes out and says that, right? I know context behind the point that you're trying to make. And it's not right. It's not right. Um, uh, Yeah, no, I, I get I, I guess it depends on the uh, the 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 term of this said relationship too. Like, is this somebody you just met, or is this somebody that's been y'all been like messing with each other over time? Like, if is is this somebody that you just met and she just a- she asking you this like off bat? Then yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. Is this somebody that you've been rocking with over time? And she if she why are you still rocking with her for one? If she's always asking you these things and this is a problem for you. Two, if you have been rocking with her over time and she's asking you this, then obviously not. It's not an issue for you, for her to rant. Like it's not something that she's always bringing up because you've been messing with her for over this longevity of time. What What if the man was never? Let's say again, if it was reversed, uh-huh. and the man is not always asking, but he does this one time. Yeah. You're not going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, "Well, it was just one time. It's not all the time." You're going to say, "Oh, nigga, that's all you about." And you gonna cut him off? No, huh? I really think it's the longevity <laughs> of y'all relationship. Like, it's if I know you as a person, and I know like I gotta feel for you. You gotta feel for that person's character. So this, I, I like even us having this conversation. I can only assume that he didn't know this girl for that long for mm-hmm. her for for her to be asking him stuff and he being this on the fence about it. He didn't know this girl off of off of the back of his hand. Mm-hmm. So I like nah. I feel like if you really long, like the longevity of y'all's relationship, you should know that that person's character 
uh, to a certain degree at that point. So if you get offended, then you ain't really fucking with that person anyways. I mean, you always find out new things about people that you didn't know. Yeah, that's Even if true. you know somebody for years, you, you might not know something until way later. To marriage. Yeah. Yes. I just want you to admit the hypocrisy nah. and being okay with a woman asking for a bag, but not being okay with a man asking for sex. I can't do it. You have to. I can't. <laughs> I can't agree with that. It is. It's the same. That's shit. her body, though. Like Ooh, that. That is money. That man worked hard for that money. <laughs> and okay. he can easily say no. Just like I, t- I can tell you, no, you're not getting this pussy. Yeah, like but you, we can we can have that. <laughs> we can go back and forth about that. You're not gonna buy me this bag, okay? Yeah. Well, well, then if, if a man cuts you off for at for because I I know you you're the type who would never ask a man flat out like I want this bag. Yeah, but let's say you were, and this dude said, you know, fuck, you ain't in my tax bracket, bitch. What the fuck you talking about? You you and he cut you off for that. Yeah, you would think that's a little bit extreme, right? Yeah, you would See? think you're an asshole. Yeah. But if a dude texts you once and say, you know, when we gonna fuck? Nigga, what is him, wrong with you? You would cut him like, off and, and never think twice about it, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> what is your problem? Like, oh, I just, I can't agree. Yeah. I have to think about this more to okay. really come to terms of Okay, well, you're ponder right. it, ponder it, ponder it for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a couple of weeks. Don't do that to me. <laughs> so, Thiggy, what do you think about this whole thing, man? Uh, I think he... I see what he's saying because he's not the first person that said something like this. I think he just said it wrong because um, a lot of women do try to come up to dudes and say, hey, buy me this, that that they're not in a relationship with or only at the, hey, what's up? I just got your number. Hey, when you going to take me shopping or stuff like that? So I think I think what he is tr- or what he meant was, you know, I ain't about to be doing that, you know. I you know, don't ask me for nothing if you can't get it. Yep. So I yeah. don't want to. Me- pretty much. Long story short, he ain't messing with no broke bitches. Mm-hmm. I think that that was his whole point. He wasn't. You know, I don't think he was trying to get too deep into. Oh, you know, maybe if I know her, or you know, when if she do have the money and all that stuff. But I think he was just calling out the chicks that are actually broke, not chicks that have it, but chicks that are broke, and just trying to get something from a nigga yeah. yeah and he's saying nah if you can't buy it i ain't fucking with you yeah like, you ain't with me to, just to, for a come up so you can get you a bag that you can't afford so i think that was the whole gif of his you know statement but he didn't say it like that it sounded like he you know he didn't articulate it well what yeah, he was trying to because say the, you see uh the the girl the first co- comment the girl made mm-hmm. was you know, oh, what'd she say? I got it. Or I forgot. She said, if I can afford the bag and I buy it, what the fuck do I need you for? And, Which that and, proves his point. Yeah. <laughs> because. It, yeah. Because if you don't have the money, then you need them. Right. Yeah. Well, that that proves the point of him thinking that that's all you, you're going to treat me like yeah. a trick who's just going to buy you shit. When she's saying, I don't need you if I can buy my own bag. And see, that, only, and see, that kind of <laughs> don't make sense because it's like if you got it, then. What you need any man for? Exactly. Or, you know, so I don't know. That comment was kind of weird, too. Yeah. I think his whole point is, you know, let's keep it real. It's broke bitches out here. It's broke niggas Mm -hmm. and it's broke bitches. The broke bitches try to get with the, you know, rappers, athletes to try to get a bag. 
Like, I'm, you know, my goal is to get something from him. Yeah. So he was saying, you know, don't ask me for nothing if you can't even get it yourself. You know, I don't want to mess with those broke bitches. Yeah. So I think that was his whole point. I agree. It might be bad for his career to have this kind of take, this strong yeah. take. But I mean, I, I kind of I wish more men had integrity, honestly. Like, I wish we didn't gas up the most basic qualities of a woman just because she has a fat ass, mm. you know? And I, I, I wish, I kind of wish guys would wait to have sex. Yeah. I wish they would play hard to get when it comes to that. Yeah, Before, shit. No, yeah, because if you think about it, gir- like, girls' private parts are, that's the most powerful thing. Mm-hmm. A guy would go through, go through anything to get it. So when if a guy say, oh, no, you know, I'm not really focused on that. I want to get to know you. I want to see what type of person you are. You know, I ain't got to get. Nigga. No, I'm, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> when if that guy was like that, a girl would have to, you know, really, you know, show this guy who she really is. It's not like, oh, I could just bust it open for him and he could get me whatever. Mm-hmm. She will have to, you know, do good in this interview, too. She can't just say, you know, oh, I got the fat ass, so he could do whatever. Yep. <laughs> she gonna have to, she gonna have to make a conversation too, and show that she doing something in her life instead of just yeah. surviving off of sex. Men, yeah. men do need standards, man. Men do need standards, but also sometimes if you get the quick sex, you do realize that that's really all you wanted. Yeah. You know, when afterwards, when y'all cuddle up and you realize you can't stand this bitch. <laughs> so yeah. a lot of times you just got to get that horniness out. Yeah. And then you realize, okay, well, I don't really like her that much. But see, sometimes, it, I mean, that's that's the good part in it. But the bad part is if that girl not giving it up, then it's like, damn, like, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to do yep. this. I'm trying to, I'm giving her that. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm buying this. And it's like, she got you by the balls yes. now. And you trying to get it. And she never going to give it to you. So Some... that, that's kind of the bad part where she know you want it. And she knows she can, you know, I could give it to him anytime. Yeah. Don't make him wait for it, though. Yeah. So if, if, say for instance, that guy wasn't even focused on that, then that girl, she can't just throw that as a gift. Yeah. Like, that that can't be my birthday gift. (laughs) You know what I mean? You really going to have to buy me something. Well, I don't, women ain't ready for that amount of (laughs) accountability. Because I think a lot of, well, yeah, fuck it. A lot of women treat dating as a one-way audition, honestly, where we it are auditioning one, for yeah. you. It's a one-way you know, audition. Women, I've yet to be on a date with a woman who was, like, really captivating to where she was, like, either she was just going on and on about herself or she was just letting me talk. But there, were, there was no engagement of a conversation, no kind of, like, back and forth. It was either all her or all me. Yeah, because we have to be in the entertaining ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we drop the ball, it's like, oh, this nigga is boring. Yeah. He dry. That's, that's like, the that's the interview. Yeah, because when you go to a job interview, that person that's interviewing you is not supposed to entertain you. Yes, or you not trying to get to know them. Yes, you know I mean? or it or is. they not. Yeah, they not trying to get to know you. Yes, you, you know if they mess up or if they sound crazy, you be like, all right, you know, I'll see you later. <laughs> like, nope. Yes. It's the same thing. Yes. It's, it's, not an it's a lot of it's pressure. Like, I don't process. know if you know this, but if a guy take you on a date, it's a lot of pressure. Because mm-hmm. you're like, dang. Like, yeah. Me, yeah, I don't want to say nothing wrong. You know, I want to, let me say this joke, but I don't know how she feel about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we trying to impress you. So, you know, it's not like, I don't know if women feel nervous when they yep. go on a date. <laughs> Hell no, they don't. Actually, you don't think so? 
y'all y'all get nervous about shit that we don't even care about. Y'all honestly. pay because y'all pay attention to the stupidest things. It's like, why do you even notice this? Like, I didn't prepare for that. For Wait, you to notice my eyebrow, I prepared for you to notice this, <laughs> and you're not even paying attention to this. Somebody, you worried about this? Like, I yeah. think y- what y'all worry about is not things that we don't even think about. Like, should I wear my hair this way or that way? And you don't even care. We really don't. <laughs> but we worry about stuff that y'all are gonna cancel the whole relationship over if we get wrong. You know, if we're not funny enough, if we don't carry the conversation the whole time, fuck it. Even when we fuck the first time, <laughs> all the pressure is on us for the first time. Yeah. You know, we, we ain't going to drop. Good, yeah. Or if you have a bad night. Yes. <laughs> we're so, out the game. Yeah, and you you not- go tell all your friends we got weak dick game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We, if we tell all our friends, oh, you was whacking in bed, they ain't going to stop trying to fuck you. <laughs> still yeah. trying to make it work but y'all gonna spread dirt on our names if we get it wrong the first time and we never gonna get in there again so that there's a whole lot hilarious. of pressure for men yeah. yeah um i think you need to calm down a little bit uh, when you go on your dates <laughs> <laughs> and not put so much pressure on yourself y'all put the pressure on us um, okay i don't know i don't this is this is hard for me to say because i don't date mm-hmm. but I I would like to think that I would rather you not try to put on this facade and just be yourself so I yeah. can know if I actually want to deal with you or not. Because the first day, if you're trying so, so hard to impress me, then it's going to take a couple more for me to realize if I even really like you or not. Like For me to really figure out who you are, it's going to take a few so you're mm-hmm. gonna be fine the first like the first one you'll be fine you need to calm down and be yourself <laughs> so i can really figure out what i'm working with here See, it's hard to do that though because yes. like say for instance you go on a date with a guy and let's say this guy's being he being himself and you say oh yeah um you know what you got planned for this weekend Oh, I'm going on some other dates. I got another date with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I suppose I'm taking somebody out Saturday to the movies, and then we going to a bar. Blah blah blah. What is your first thought? You gonna be like, oh hell no, this motherfucker yep. out here dating everybody? Even though you probably got more dates lined yeah, up. Yeah, now this is just yeah. a date. Now this is just a date. Yes. My first thought would probably be like, wow, he bold to tell me this right now. Like this is this is wild yeah. of him to tell me this that he really finna go on another date right now. I would I would feel some type of way, but at the same time, like later on, I even in the moment I feel some type of way, but later on, like thinking about it, I'd be like, well, at least he told me, or like at least he was honest. But some thinking girls, about it, yeah, but some, in the moment, I probably I know I would feel like some type of way. Yeah, some yeah, like you might feel that way, but some girls like, oh hell no, like no, he out here mm-hmm. doing him. I ain't one of your hoes. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> and you cut him but off. Then, but then it's kind of silly because it's like if that's the first date, like you think I'm just out here not talking to anybody. <laughs> They that's, like to pretend. Yeah, you the first person like, like oh, you think. Yeah, so mm. we go on this date. Oh, no, I'm not talking to anyone. You know, I've just been lonely. You're the first person I talked to in a long time. Well, that would make you sound pathetic if you Th- said that's that. What, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just don't get it. I feel you. I yeah, feel but you, man. sometimes, like, a guy really can't be honest. Just in it, like in the interview, you mm-hmm. can't be flat out honest sometimes. Yeah. You got to... Put on the show if a you little ask, bit. Let's say if you bring up uh, uh, what happened in your last relationship 
you can't just say I cheated and fucked it up. <laughs> you gotta make up some lie. Yeah. Oh, we grew apart, you know. You know, a lot of stuff happened, you know. People just grew apart, but we're still good friends. Yeah. Um, so fuck, we've been going on for a minute, man. So let's wrap this up in a little bit. But first, I want to get Inspector Gadget over here. Let me okay. get your theme music on. <laughs> okay. We have a new mystery. We need our resident social media inspector to solve. Yeah. Wait for the beat to build. <laughs> Does Chris Brown have a second child? Uh-oh. Um, let's examine the evidence. I'm getting this from a complex.com article. Um, his ex-girlfriend Amika Harris welcomed a baby boy this week after months and months of pregnancy rumors, according to TMZ. I guess TMZ actually reported this shit. Mm. Um, You see uh, her posting a picture on Instagram and Chris Brown, maybe drunk, (laughs) commenting again, uh, commented on this picture and said, yep, BM bad. BM presumably meaning baby mama. The speculation was fueled earlier this month when stylist EJ King took took to Instagram Live claiming he was happy for Harris, Brown, and their baby. Can we hear this audio? Sure thing. Let me turn out the Inspector Gadget thing first. Okay. And let me go ahead and play this audio. This nigga looks super gay, by the way. He is. Sweet as pie. Sweet as pumpkin pie. <laughs> That's what I think about her. I think she's a sweet, sweet girl. And I'm very uh, happy for their baby. Their and, baby. you know, I'm very happy for all that is, you know? <laughs> Shit. What y'all think? Shit. Y'all the ones with a motherfucking opinion. I don't, let me tell y'all something. I don't give opinions when they're not needed, you know? Like, my thoughts on her are pointless because I don't date her. So like a guess we just had on her. <laughs> I shouldn't I should judge the okay. person. Okay. Um, so, she, he is alluding to their baby. Hmm. And also some more evidence. Brown and Harris have not publicly confirmed a child, which will be their first together. However, they've shared cryptic social media posts that suggest the reports are true. Brown recently shared an Instagram photo in which he is seen looking down with a smile on his face. The post, which was captioned 11-20-2019, was followed by another that showed Brown wearing a hoodie that featured the word born. So we're talking about secret oh, Instagram you messages. Sound, you sound like jazz, man. Yeah, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying... And um, there are back-to-back posts that led fans to believe the child was born on Wednesday. Harris also shared an Instagram story that read, I was in love when I first saw you. So, yes, um, Chris Brown already has a five-year-old daughter named Royally. Royally. Royalty. Royalty, I guess it was a, a little spelling error here, with Nia Guzman. So... All the evidence is lined up. Mm. Jasmine, now be objective here. 
I know you don't want this to be true, but look at it from very, very, very fair eyes that you do when you investigate these types of things. Does Chris Brown have a second baby? Okay. So I just want the public to know that this news was sprung on me before this podcast. I'm really surprised this is the first you've heard of this. Um, I've heard, you know, talk and chatter (laughs) around these vlogs for some time now that this um, Amika was pregnant. But um, there had been no solid concrete evidence to back this up. There was really not even too much evidence that they were even still together as far as um, photographs and things go because they're never really pictured together. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually stalk her page not too long ago mm. um, because I saw somewhere on T- I mean, somewhere on the shade room where they were... Um, People were getting mad at her for not posting pictures on Instagram. And it was just like, she was just like, girl, I don't have to post when y'all tell me to post. I post when I want to post. She ain't got, she ran out of stock pictures to post. Yeah. And they could have been old pictures, which I don't doubt that they were old pictures. But um, she, I don't know. I, I, the clues, if it weren't for EJ saying, like, I welcome their child, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't think much about the, the um, clues that the internet is trying to give us. Like, being completely honest in my investigating <laughs> stat, because it's just too obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just too, like, out there. And um, I was in love with you when I first saw you does not necessarily mean baby. Mm-hmm. That can mean a lot of things, in my opinion. Like, that's not that's not concrete evidence. What does BM bad mean? That I think that does mean baby mama, but I don't. I don't think like just like Travis was calling Kylie his wifey. They weren't married. That's like come on, Jasmine. people call people that's, call no. Come on, people call people baby mamas all the time. Like that's my baby mama there, or like what? Like, yes, <laughs> you don't think that that's true? People do no. that all. The, it's like a it's like a boo term. A re, a, like it's a like relative to like a boo or like a bay. People young. People in my age call people baby mamas all the time without them actually having a child or having like some type of, yeah, they just use the term loosely as like, that's my, fe- like she gonna be one day or like, yes, no, you looking confused, yeah. but it is, yeah. it, is a, it is a thing. I heard people do that yeah. pretty often too. As, I don't know about this case though. But this like, like seeing that before all of these being brought together, I wouldn't have thought that, oh, she pregnant just because he said that. That wouldn't have been my first mind mentality. Okay. But because they putting them all together, then, yeah, maybe that was a sign then. But I just like reading the story and seeing what he said and seeing that picture that he could have just commented that like calling her my baby mama. Because he's commented on her stuff before calling her his wifey, like same things, same t- type of like loose terms like that even though you know one person would be like oh well that's really they, they may take it really literal but i don't know i don't really i need more okay the 11 2019 and the born pictures the born that's stupid i think the born on the side of his hoodie is dumb i think the the 11 2019 him looking down is more concrete than him in a picture with a with born on the side of it okay because that's just i i I personally think that's kind of stupid. Okay, okay. But the okay. picture looking down with the with the with the date and her, even though her um thing her Snapchat story was very vague, I think that 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 
picture and his date is more relevant than than him calling her a baby mama or him with that born hoodie. Okay, so I got to force you into an answer now. Does Chris Brown have a baby or not? I think he has a baby. All right, oh, all right, all <laughs> yeah. right. Damn. <laughs> We're done for real. Yeah. We got two of them on me. Damn. Yes, yeah. we have. We have the confirmation from our chief investigator, Damn. Jasmine Bass. Bass, I know, but I call you Bass. Um, Figgy, do you have any takes on this, this conspiracy really theory? I, I, I surpri- <laughs> I'm surprised they ain't got more kids. Chris Brown be yeah, out here, yeah, man. I know. I'm surprised he ain't got more kids. He got herpes, man. That's to wrap it up. (laughs) Nah. Allegedly, man. Don't do that. Allegedly. He doesn't have herpes. How do you know? He doesn't. How do you know? Allegedly. (laughs) Don't do that. Get no hair and shoot the fuck out of us. (laughs) Hey, hey. All I'm saying is things with Rihanna made more sense if that's what happened. But I'm not saying he was right. That excuses it. But I'm just saying things make a little more sense why he was so riled up in that car that one day. If that's his baby, congratulations. Yeah. On another baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully he's matured to the point where he can actually... I don't know. I I guess he's a good father, so... I'm interested in their relationship, though. It sounds like they're not even a couple anymore. That's what I was... That's what my... That's what where my mind goes. They're it not together. An ex-girlfriend, so like that. Like they're not even together in that way because um I honestly don't even know that they dated that long unless they were dating like behind the scenes before the public knew. Yeah. Now T to be honest, uh TMZ is reporting that this baby actually was already born. That's what I'm thinking too. Like so. I kind of feel like if there I, I kind of feel the same. Like if there is a baby, mm-hmm. all these clue all all that's too lined up perfectly yeah so i i just don't think that 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 that's when they wanted us to think the baby was born yeah like i don't think that those things are just oh these are clues here and there like the fact that a blog put them together i don't think that i think it was purposefully like put out there yep yep yeah. Well, mystery solved. Yeah. Another another yeah. <laughs> case closed on the podcast. I don't know if we can be together anymore. What? Cuz he got two kids. Two that's too of much. Them now? Like that's that's a lot to take on. <laughs> Think on, about man. it. I'm already dealing with how he likes to embarrass me in public. That's true. He do that on sporadically. Coke habit. <sighs> Random <laughs> hairstyles that look terrible. <laughs> I can deal with that. We can put. I can deal with that. At his but house. two children. Bad dancing. Yep. Bad dancing. Bad dancing. Tour, tour tickets on Groupon. You know, a lot of things kind of building up now. First of all, <laughs> I'm not gonna stand here and just let this happen because that bad dancing comment was. Y'all know that's oh, a lie. Man. Y'all know. I, I, I honestly like his dancing has regressed. He's getting older. Yeah, but. Michael Jackson didn't get super whack at dancing when he got older. He added new things to the repertoire. And I equally think Chris Brown does that really? and is doing that. Yes. I, I think he's surviving off of what he already does 
I don't think he's doing anything new dance. Like he used Chris Brown used to be on the very precipice of new dances. Remember when cropping was a thing? Yeah. He was on top of the crump shit. He was on top of any like the Dougie, all the fucking all the new hood dances. He was on top of that shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't see that no more. He's just doing a little Cause yeah. he's getting older now. He can't keep up with all that. He got he got two kids now. To take oh, care of. He gotta be a little smoother though. I think he just gotta be a little smoother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But congratulations since ah. we have confirmed he has a second child. Jasmine is crushed because this means he is out of contention I, for <laughs> a relationship now because he got two kids. I'm surprised my family, like, they love to harass me about Chris Brown. Yeah. So I'm surprised no one sent me an article or anything. They uh, they probably didn't see it yet. They probably haven't because I, yeah. I typically take these things kind of hard. Just wait till Thanksgiving. And, and you're going to get hilarious. roasted. <laughs> you and that turkey going to get roasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We've been rolling for a while, so let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Um, you can find the lovely Jasmine and all her conspiratorial <laughs> ideas on social media, on Instagram at Chitty Base, and on Twitter at the same handle. Yes, your your um playlist is coming soon, guys. I promise. Okay, okay. is it a Christmas theme playlist? Or it is not. It is, is it? very self care playlist. Okay, okay, so. Okay. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Get into it. Um, we can find my boy, the hardest working man in radio, Figgy Fig, at the Figgy Fig on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check out for him. He's going to be at next Sunday's game, correct? Yep. Texans, yep. tailgating. Patriots. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sunday night game. All Prime right. Time. You're going to be tailgating out there. So yes. check out for Figgy Fig. Doing the damn thing. Feed him if you cooking and tailgating. Yes, come on, let me um, shoot me a text, email, whatever, to uh, let me know what tailgate. Yes, and of course, if you didn't know, people on the uh, in the loop, uh, sports radio six ten ten to two show yes. every every weekday yes. except for the holidays because he's gonna be off. And you can find me at the Ryan Rocket on social on Twitter and Ryan.rocket on Instagram. Stay tuned, y'all. Next week we have a very, very, very special guest. Um we are full disclosure, we already Can we say did it now? It. Yeah, oh, fuck it. Uh, like, we, can we, we got <laughs> fuck it. No, oh, should we? Should we should we tease it? Well, he might not come through. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say we have a special guest. We are continuing our Houston hip-hop education, um, going back into the roots of it and talking to the OGs in the game. We have a very special guest, especially if you are into the uh, uh, early underground hip Houston hip-hop scene. You're going to enjoy this one. Great talk, great discussion, and you will see that next week. You gotta yeah. wait a little bit. We might release. We might drop it early just for the holidays. You might get it on a Tuesday or well, actually maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday. I don't know. We'll we'll think about it. Yeah. But anyway, we stay yeah. tuned for that. Y'all doing something for Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm just going home and eating with my family. Damn, That's really I, about it. I missed that. <laughs> oh, I ain't got no family here. I, I thought you were traveling, though. No, I'm traveling for Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm gonna be chilling. I actually worked Starbucks on Thursday. Oh, damn! So, holiday pay, though, man. Time and a half. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. They don't do holiday pay for Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Just, That's just Christmas season? Huh? I guess they don't consider it a holiday. I've noticed that's been getting rolled back lately especially in retail too like a lot of stores are now open on thanksgiving yeah i'm wondering if they even consider it a holiday now the 
my only reason probably is maybe Black Friday, especially with the retail stores. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed in Starbucks for not, you know, considering that a holiday. But That's bullshit, man. Yeah, but as far as the retail stores, maybe they get paid extra working Black Friday. No, we don't. They, really? We, when I was in retail, I worked Best Buy for like seven years. We got holiday pay on Thanksgiving. Well, actually, I don't think we were open Thanksgiving until like the last few years I was there. But there was holiday pay when they did have to work on Thanksgiving. Um, Black Friday, I don't think there was any see, holiday pay. See, that's the thing. Like, if it's if y'all getting holiday pay on Thanksgiving, then that's one thing. But yeah. if you're not getting anything on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then uh, it it will make sense if you get something. On Black Friday. Especially Black Friday. Like, that's when shoppers yeah. are out. You got to go get your coffee to fuel up for the day. Like, yeah. they, be, they, they're they're snubbing y'all. It would be kind of shitty if they don't get paid anything. Yeah. And they have to be there earlier and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, man. But whatever. It's, it is yeah. what it is. So if you're going you to be at work, if you're listening and you're going to be at work on Thanksgiving week, we feel for you. We feel your pain. We done all yeah. been there. So yeah. it is what it is. But happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy New Year's. We don't do another podcast. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. So one of us get fired. It's over. <laughs> it's done. I, when we first did this podcast, we took like a month off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Thanksgiving, we just never did another we podcast. Never, yeah, we never came back. Yeah. I know. To the next year, I think. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to do that this time. We're going to at least get a few more podcasts. And I know it's a holiday season. we all busy. But we're going to get some more yeah, We're going to try to keep it rolling throughout the time. Yeah. yeah. Try to get some more special guests. And, yes. Yeah, we're going to do our best to keep it going. I and mean, we're going to have a... We still... Fuck it. I'm just thinking we're just going to chill out and have a good little party with our 100th episode. It's coming soon. We're at number 95 now, I think. Yes, this is ninety six. Damn. So we are we, we are almost at right our one hundredth podcast. If you have any ideas what you want, y'all want us to do, but I'm just thinking, fuck it, let's just get some cool people in here and just chill yeah. out, drink, man, have yeah. a good time and reminisce. Yeah. So get some of our old guests. Yeah, definitely. So for my boy Figgy Fig and for the lovely Jasmine, I am Ryan Rocket, and this is the Jim and Juice Podcast, y'all. Peace.